Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Good evening and welcome to our podcast. We are Freedom from Covert Harassment and Surveillance. I'm Derek Robinson, the moderator. Tonight is Saturday, September 12th, 2015. Our topic tonight is developing your info pack. We're here on Saturdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, if you'd like to join us live, to educate and assist those who are targets of organized stalking, remote electronic assault, and more, and to let you know that you are not alone and that there are many thousands and millions of us nationwide and worldwide working together for our freedom. Views expressed during our podcast are those of our callers and not necessarily those of FFCHS. And now for a few announcements. For those of you in the Los Angeles area, there will be a support group meeting uh, tomorrow, September 13th, from 3.30 to 7.30 p.m. Pacific at the Round Table Pizza in Huntington Beach, California. For more information, the contact person is Dolores Hall at healingspirt at gmail.com. There will be a meeting of the Portland, Oregon support uh, group, and uh, they'll be having a potluck meeting on Saturday, September 19th. For more information, the contact person is Amy Dale at 971-207-3401. The Central New York FFCHS community will be having its meeting on Saturday, September 19th at the Manlius Library Conference Room, 1 Albany's Avenue in Manlius, New York. The time is 1.15 to 4.15 p.m. The contact person is Sharon Thayer, and her email address is sthayer, T-H-A-Y-E-R, the number 8, at twcny.rr. New Jersey will be having its support group meeting on Saturday, September 19th also at the Morris County Library, 30 East Hanover Avenue in Whippany, New Jersey. The meeting time is 10 a.m. to 12.15 p.m. in the conference room 133 on the first floor. For more information, the email address is east345 at hushmail.com. And most of you have heard about this conference by now. It's the Covert Harassment Conference, the annual international conference for targeted individuals. This will be held October 1st and 2nd in Berlin, Germany. For more information, please visit their website, which is covertharassmentconference.com. Okay, an important feature of your meetings with your city council officials is the info pack that you give to the representative. 
So tonight we'll talk about some features that should be included as we look towards standardizing the type of information and packaging that we wish to provide for our meetings. Some initial items that come to mind include Javonko Beckel's letter of support for targeted individuals, the City of Richmond Space Preservation Act resolution, the Jesse Ventura DVD, Harlan Gerard's article on bioelectromagnetic weapons, a list of patents, a business card, as well as our brochure and flyer. These are some of the basics that you'll need. So if you all have more suggestions, we'd like to hear from you, and then I'll compile a list of materials and I'll send it around for everybody. So we'd also like to talk about uh, packaging for the info pack. What types of products would be, um, would be appropriate for our presentation? Types of things that would look best, that would work best for us. So, okay, these are the topics that we will be speaking about tonight. So star eight is the request to talk feature on your phone, and we can begin our discussion. Hey, Derek, I have a question for you. With those packets... Oh, hi, Beth. There, How are you doing? Is, is there any way that there could be a letter from Dr. Hall and Dr. Staniger? Is there any way that they can what? If there can be a letter from Dr. Hall or Dr. Staniger? Oh, you want to include... Well, actually, I, yeah, that's a good suggestion. There is a letter from Dr. Um, Dr. Hall that we could include. Yeah, and see if he can't get one from Staninger also. Oh, Dr. Staninger. Okay. That's... Yeah, that that would be great uh, evidence if you had two doctor's letters also included with the packets. Okay, yeah, Dr. Hall has a letter that um, he sent to the uh, MC Mail Team International. Mm -hmm. uh, John Finch had been publicizing that letter. It's a good letter. And that's something that can be included. Okay. Yeah, and if you could see if you could get one from the other doctor, too, if she'd be willing to do that. Oh, Dr. Staninger. Um, yeah, that's a thought. Let's see what she'd be willing to write for us. because yeah, I think that would help as far as, you know, in, instead of going in there empty-handed without anything from the medical community, I think if, if there could be a couple of letters... That would help tremendously. Okay. All right. Any other suggestions for for letters, for materials um, that we can include in our info pack? That's the only thing I can think of that's probably missing from it. And uh, there's a meeting actually scheduled for Monday. Uh, in Los Angeles, so uh, we're in the process of uh, preparing for that. Oh, that's good. At least whoever's going, the best of luck. I um, Mrs. Sally, I um, 
would like to suggest that we have some kind of um, documentation of all of our um, amendment rights that are being violated, our civil rights, you know, the rights as as Oh, that's an idea. That's an idea. I think also when you go in there having abused the technology would also help because like the piece that I have going in there where they can actually feel what it feels like goes a long ways because it's taken my family from being you're mentally ill to oh my god right uh, yeah, a sample of the technology uh, that's been utilized. Yeah, that would be that would be great if if we can get our ha- get our hands on, on something like that for those that have that available. Uh, now we did have that in our first meeting. Now was with uh, Levi, so it's a matter of getting in touch with him. Yeah, and actually, a couple of them um, they have the police bulletins from the different um, metropolises across the United States. With um, with the hypnosis, where they warned the Asian community. Asian community. You are unmuted. The the police. The police um, actually put the bulletins out there across each one of like in Los Angeles. There was a bulletin. If you could bring that one with you from the police department, um, basically warning the citizens in the Asian communities. stating that there was um, people that were actually stealing from other people and using hypnosis um, as, I mean, if you have that from the different hubs across the United States, because there was a bunch of different police departments that did it, that will show you, um, or at least show them that, you know, it's not, you know, hocus-pocus stuff. And then the other thing is um, the law that Putin put into effect back in 2000 to ban um, energy weapons. Um, and and that was the same thing. That was, he had people in his country that were basically stealing stuff and using this type of weaponry, weaponry on its citizens. And he put a law into effect to ban psychotronic weapons. Okay, yeah, the Russian Duma has a law. Um, there are target individuals in Russia. Uh, so I guess this situation is similar to Michigan, which also has a law. Right. But there's LTIs in Michigan. So right. um, because but there's it, a lot... It's, it's just yeah. things that are already on the books um, and things from law enforcement, you know, to try and back up, um, you know, legally that this is something that the police have put out there. This is something that... You know, a president of the of Russia has put out there, um, you know, to show its legitimacy. You know, just kind of as backup pieces of evidence. Right. Yeah, psychotronics is talked about uh, pretty much openly in Russia. Right. Whereas here, it's considered a mental issue. So right. it's the, also talked about it. Another thing that might be mentioned is that uh, radio frequency devices are becoming mainstream, that even um, 
Dr. Oz talks about them on his commercials. And so to say that they're, Dr. Oz says them, that they're using them for even varicose veins and for using them in devices that you can buy on the shelves for acne treatments. So you can buy them at Walmart. So to say that to say that they can't be used in other devices is not true. I mean, your remote control is done by radio frequencies. So to say that they're non-existent is absurd. So um, that is a good way to, as examples, to use as part of the argument. Plus, plus your hospitals are full of. Uh ionizing radiation, ion beds, et cetera, et cetera. So they're... Right, but, but right now, well, they I have now it on have treatments that, I was that they're with, using... I have it on tape from a, from a dentist doing it, so I have a minute and, and seven seconds of being hit with the uh, X-ray I understand, weapon. but they're but using they're... legitimate... They, use, they say we're going to use radio frequencies... To oh, yeah. that heal was, your right, your right. veins. Yeah. That's what I'm saying is yeah. that they they tell you they're going to use radio frequencies to heal your varicose veins, and so to just to tell a person that they they they're not doing that is they they can't do it that at this point because I mean it's it's mainstream. They use it for beauty reasons. Um, you can go into Walmart and you, or you can go into Walgreens and you can find facial products um, that are, are um, radio frequency based that are shields for like a hundred bucks well, that you can buy off the shelves. Yeah, they're ozone treated, so they, they're storing latent or uh, nascent oxygen. Right, but the point is, is that they're radio frequencies. I mean, they put them under well, other names. Well, everything but... is a frequency on a nano level. Everything is an electric uh, reaction. Oh, I'm, I'm not here to debate it with you. I'm, I'm just telling you that it's part of the. It's it should be part of the debate with the people that you're talking with. Okay, well, I'm not here to debate it with you. Yeah, there. Can uh, this is Nancy? Can you hear me? This is Nancy and oh, uh, yeah. Nancy and Crystal. As a matter of fact, Crystal's here oh, too. Okay. Hey, um, hey, hey, guys. Um, she, I mean, she, she's she is correct that obviously there's frequencies in just about everything. But um, when we're talking about going to council and trying to um, talk to them about what's what's happening, and then trying to you know get an audience with them, or either the chief of staff or 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 city council, or or I guess um, I guess any of their staff members is is really. Uh, uh, okay to get a, a meeting with, but we want to try to shoot for someone high up. Anyway, uh, my point is that they're not really aware. I don't think a lot of those people are aware of um, what we're trying to tell them in, in regards to frequency. So with that in mind, we really have to kind of tailor what we're saying to them because we we can't come in and say, hey, these frequencies are being used in all these different places. What we're trying to do first is just to get an appointment, get a meeting with them. So what I think really worked well was, you know, 
Crystal and Maurice, when they first started, they were just going in their offices every Wednesday, and then I joined later. Um, and we were just going every Wednesday. We were going. It got to the point where it was just really casual. We'd go in and, hey, you know, we actually became, you know, first-name basis with, with uh, the guy sitting in the front, um, which I think was an intern. And you just sort of, you know, you can develop a relationship with them and, and drop off documents for them to take a look at and also emailing the scheduler at the same time and just kind of keep going back once a week, you know, if you can. It doesn't have to be very long. You can go on and stay for five minutes or so and then say, hey, you know, I'd still like to try to uh, get a meeting with um, with the council. And then after a while, when you're dropping off information to them and you're speaking casually with them, sometimes they'll call someone, one of the staffers, uh, to come up front and speak with you, and they'll speak with you very casually about what it is your your um, concern is. And, you know, you have to be real specific when you're talking to them about, you know, there's a number of people in, in whatever district that you live in, and, these you know, these are the kinds of things that they're they're going through and, Here's a letter from um, uh, Richmond County that recently, and you know, put forth some legislation, and I'm trying to get something like that going here. You know, meaning meaning in in, in your district, when in, in actuality, in actuality, you may be trying to get that specific thing that Amy reached for, but then again, you may be looking at trying to get some legislation around gang stalking first, or what have you. The point is just to try to get that meeting. You know, so we have to be real, we have to be, we have to really talk with other people in our group so that we can brainstorm and know exactly what to share because you don't want to share something that's going to be off-putting or that's going to make them think, mm, I don't know, I'm not sure if, if this person, you know, is, is, is safe or, or, you know what I'm saying? We, we want to make sure that we're, that we're, we really think about what we're trying to share and how we're going to share it with them because our goal is to get a meeting, right? So we want to imp- – I'm not saying – pardon? Yeah, I, I was just agreeing with you. Yeah, saying. so, Crystal, you want to add something? Well, yeah, well, once we get a, a meeting with the representatives, then we can start to negotiate as far as the types of uh, services that we need, the protection that we need as, as victims of this, this criminal activity. They need to be made aware of the criminal activity first, and then we talk about how we can be protected. I'm, I'm sorry, Derek. Say they need to be made aware of the criminal activity first? Right. They need to be made aware of this criminal activity, how it is happening. Right. That is with RF frequency devices, where the criminals are actually committing felony assaults from a distance. Right. I uh, agree. Sometimes close. And then um, without the, the victim's knowledge and without the authority's knowledge. So we have to make them aware that this is happening. And so I that agree. they can take the appropriate actions. Right. I think that, that that some of that information, depending on how detailed you really want to get, can be shared in the meeting when you're meeting with uh, a member, I guess, of the staff. I think what's really more very important as well as putting together the packet is talking points. I think we really need to try to put together what works and what does not work in terms of how to, how to, in your efforts to, to gain a meeting with, with counsel. You know, okay, what, that's, a, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, you know, when you call up 
uh, I'll just say briefly, uh, generally, that when you call out to ask for a meeting, you should be very, very brief in your request. Uh, I would say not to go into a lot of the, the weaponry because they probably won't know what that what you're talking about. So just basically talk about community harassment. They will get that. And right. um, they might ask you for more specifics, but they'll know generally what it is that you want to talk about. And so then you can get into more specifics once you get to the meeting. Um, can May I introduce myself? Yes, who's there? My name is Anne, and I'm new to the program. And <clears throat> I would like to know if the packet is available in entirety or do we procure each piece on our own? Okay. Uh, right now, as as we start to um, create the packet, that's what we're talking about tonight. Yes. Um, what I will probably do is send around um, the packet, the contents of the packet, for everyone to uh, to print and to compile on their own, basically. Wait a minute. You will send the different elements of the packet or a, a right. list of what we need to procure on our own? Well, basically both, both, both those things. I mean, I mean, Basically, I'll, I am, I'll send it I, the I, Let me just say that I have no barriers in my life whatsoever, not in any air, not in any area. My home is porous and penetrated twenty four hours a day, and okay, um, well, well, I'm, well, I'm, I'm okay. One more thing. Different. One more thing besides. Uh, all right. One thing to think about: Where are you located? If I may ask, what city? Well, I, let, I'm in um, North Carolina. The reason I ask where? I'm in North Carolina, and, and North mine Carolina. Okay. is very, very severe. I would say that hey, I'm All right, well, in, don't, don't, worry, don't worry about the packet. Okay, the, um, all we need to do is, for instance, if you have a group of people and you're going to see a representative. No, I don't. Uh, I, it appears that there's only about one Okay, let me, finish, let, let me finish what oh, I'm saying. Oh, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Okay, if, for instance, there is a group that is going to see their representative, all you need is one packet. Everybody does uh -huh. not have to create packets. You okay. need someone to compile it for the group and present it to uh, for the meeting. It's not something that everybody has to do. However, there are, if you want to contribute some information that you feel should be included, then that's, that will be up to the group to decide whether to include that. So um, generally speaking, for an area, all you need is one pack. But I, I, let me add that your your first uh, beginning is a meter, like a tri-field meter, a tan or a blue tri-field, because without that, you're not going to get the relativity of what's really going on inside your house. And those can... Oh. You can identify yeah, the source of where it's coming. I from. am so burned out because I I I don't have technological ability. I've been blacklisted. Yeah, yeah we all have. Been, but without have, the meter, without the meter, and by the way, when you get it, make sure you uh, wipe it off with gloves because poisons are also being applied sometimes. In oh, the I nail. know. I have I have had um. 
poisons and introduced into my body by bioterrorism. Um, yeah, I that's am, part of the problem. I am so part of it. I, part of the operation. Yeah. Yes, it is. And um, so I don't a, you have just need anything. a flashlight and and disposable gloves and throw out all your stored food. If you have open stored food, look for dark um, colored like beans. You'll see. They'll usually, if they can get access to your house more than once, they uh, they replace certain things with poisons. They're so, in my home every night. Well, you got to fix. That's just a Let matter of Let him park. I, I'm sorry. Repeat. Uh, I, have, I have listen to I what he has to say. Okay. You you just get gloves. Well, I just recommend getting a, a strong flashlight and gloves. They'll put it on doorways window uh handles anywhere you handles bedding <clears throat> and um but with the tri-field and and disposable gloves and and just some common cl- household cleansers and look for the greasy greasy looking things not wear oil you not wear like from cosmetics or something but but something more permanent that gets that's a difference in coloration that's where you uh-huh. use a strong flashlight to see differences in the gloss paints or semi-gloss paints and a and an applied greasy poison. It's it's not greasy. It's it's it. I think it's a polyacrylamide. It's it's an organic compound that mixes with leaves or any orga- It can mix with paint. It can mix with plastics or your skin. It so it's it it in itself it's not poisonous. But they put a they must mix a poison in with it. But those and and then with the tri-field, and that's the beginning because then, if if it's from your neighbor's house, open window or whatever, you'll you'll be able to locate it. Not without getting hit. But don't freak out because there's nobody going to help you. The the police are in on no, it. So. No, In fact, I I resigned myself to the um, acceptance that I was a prisoner in my own home back in 2010. And I had put that phrase into my mind and then read it elsewhere, and which was very affirming of my personal experience of being a prisoner in my own home. Well, you got to secure your house first. you, you got to have a lock for your house. I know. And, and, and you know what? I This was not supposed to be the topic of the evening. The packet is supposed to be the topic of the evening. So I want to thank you for your digression and um, refocus back on on the packet. Get her done. Thank you. Okay. Um, all right. So, excuse me. Any further comments about the packet or questions? Again, I are you there, Derek? Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Again, I just wanted to say that um, I guess just like Amy, um, she built a relationship. She was able to build a relationship with the people up in Richmond County by going on a regular basis. Same thing with uh, Crystal and Maurice and myself, just going on a regular basis. Um, you can build a relationship. Now, I I have found out, and I don't know if Crystal's back on the line or not, but there is a person on the staff that actually meets with people, uh, you know, with constituents. And I know here in L.A. they're called a community advocate, and they're on the staff of, uh, you know, on the councilman staff. So I'm sure it's, you know, not 
it's really not not difficult to get an appointment with to see one of them because in fact that's their job. So um, some of you may want to start there. Yeah, that's um, right. That's why that this is Crystal. Uh, can I be heard? Oh hi. Yeah. Okay. So that's what needs to be done. Like all of these people that are on the line right now, if you guys could just find out who any one of the the um, council members are. It doesn't matter. Just pick one or one that represents your neighborhood. Um, write an email to them. Contact them. Let them know that you don't have to tell them you're a TI if you don't want to or tell them that you are. But let them know that there's more than just what we are doing out here concerned for their safety and want to know why they have been contacted. And you know for a fact that every member of the city council in Los Angeles has been contacted by Humanity Warriors, nobody's doing anything. And fight and just let them know that. Like, we know you guys have been contacted. Why haven't we heard of in, from any response from you guys as far as what you're willing to do um, to help? Or if you don't want to get involved, at least say that. You know what I mean? But let your um, position be known. What is it that you're going to do? Don't just not say anything at all. And that's what a, a big thing about what we are doing is about. Like, if these see, if we're not going to ever get help, well, then the government needs to tell the world that we have our citizens out here under attack, and there's nothing we're going to do to help them. So, get them all done. Basically, right. Or turn it off. You know what I mean? It's like not there's not too much in between that that we're looking for, but we need numbers. We need the, we need you guys to start getting involved and start the time you're spending on this phone call is fine, but it takes you like a, a hundredth of the percent of this phone call to send an email out to one of these, um, to one of these council members. It'll take you two minutes and okay, maybe so, they'll um, contact you. Maybe they won't, but, you will have a record of that email being sent to them, and that's what we're looking for. Okay, well. Right. Right. That's, okay, we can't hear you. Now, it's our job. You heard what he said? No, we don't. It's our, my, what, he what he said was, it's, it's time to start holding these government officials accountable for what's going on in the streets of America, and we have to start where we are. And once we get this part done, then we can spread out and go further. But we need to sew this little space up so that we can expand. And sooner, soon enough, we're going to have everybody out there who is has any type of responsibility. Right. It, right. Um, we'll have every part of our American government having been contacted by not just one but many people who are concerned for their safety, period. And then that's when you guys are going to be able to tell your story. Everybody's going to want to hear what happened to you. But in the meantime, let's just at least get these, get on record that you have been somebody who's contacting your government officials because you are uh, in fear for your safety and you're wondering where the protection is. That's just called closing any door that you want to put up now. Can I be heard? Am this I is, heard? This is called. 
Okay, hold on a second, Crystal, you guys. Um, somebody's trying to, we'll, we'll get back to you in a minute. Uh, who's there and has a question or comment? Um, and I, this is Ann, again, from North Carolina. And um, I want to be clear, is the um, email communication most valuable because it leaves um, a, a documentation, a, a number or something? Uh, hold on. Okay, uh, sorry about the noise. Um, if uh, if you were unmuted before, star eight, and I'll open your line. We'll see, we'll see where the noise is coming from. Okay, looks like it was Middle Tennessee. Um, if you're calling in from Tennessee, if you could um, call back in, uh, there was something, some kind of disturbance on your line, so I will have to keep you muted for the for the moment. But uh, just hang up and call back in, and we'll try uh, try your line again. Okay, if you had your line open uh, prior to this, if you could start eight, I'll open your line back up again. Okay, whoever was in Middle Tennessee, somewhere in Tennessee, uh, if you just call back in, I'll open your line. Sarah? Sarah, this is Sally. Yeah. Um, what about chemtrails? Um, what? Men- mentioning, I'm sorry, mentioning chemtrails. Chemtrails. Um that probably would not be a good thing to mention. That's not something that they can really do a lot about. Oh, okay. Yeah. Derek? It might yeah. be just an edu- educational point. Uh, Derek? Um, yeah. Uh, Barbara in Cincinnati? Oh, hi, Barbara. How are you doing? Fine, thank you. I just... Uh, Wanted to mention that I here in Cincinnati, I'm in, you know, Warren County, Deerfield Township. I have been uh, into the Warren County uh, Sheriff's Department uh, for several years now, since I moved back from Florida in 2008. And um, I have found very helpful taking a copy of a newsletter with me because there is proof that this is an organized association that these things are being done. It shows the various support groups, so it isn't just me. And they have taken that very uh, seriously when I've shown it to them. So uh, come, uh, 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 you know, if you come up short for documentation, I have found that, um, particularly this last newsletter I just got the other day from you uh, about the uh, international conference in Germany, I think that would be a particular uh, important uh, note in that newsletter to be show to an official because there it shows that also in, in addition to the United States that right. this is going on, you know, in other countries. Other countries, yes, that's a very important point. And uh, as the uh, international uh, convention, conference com- progresses, I think it could attract 
um, national media, national and international media. So that's a, that's a great selling point. I think you're right about that. And just last week, I went to a dentist here in Cincinnati for the first time for a special uh, procedure. And while I was there, a contractor came in. I recognized them because here, if they're carrying a gun and a shoulder holster, which more than likely is an empty gun, uh, they wear a sport coat. And he wore a sport coat on a very, very hot day. It was high 80s or uh, low 90s. And he tried to get the dentist. I heard him saying something to the dentist about putting a microchip in my tooth. And the dentist spoke up and said, microchip? He says, what do you mean? And I heard the contractor saying, shh, I don't want her to hear this. And But I was listening very carefully. And the dentist made the comment. He said, uh, you want me to lose my license, my occupation, my income, to put a microchip in a patient's tooth? He said, I'm in business, he said, to make people well and happy. He said, now you get out of here before I call the police. And the, wow. contract, the contractor ran out of the office. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. And you might tell... What uh, that would be. Can well, I you be might, heard? Pardon me? Yeah. Oh, no, okay. I was just saying that you can get that in writing from the dentist. If well, it, it all depends. Well, that'd be a great piece of the package. It, it all it all depends on if the the dentist wants to do that. Now, that's kind of a touchy subject if you're talking about a professional. But oh, I, yeah. I just I just want you uh, to be brought up quickly to date, Derek, and I don't want to dominate the uh, uh, conference or the call here. But just as a reminder, uh, last November I turned 80 years of age. I was acquired at eight years of age. And essentially, I've been stalked for 72 years. So if you have anyone out there who's getting impatient about being stalked, uh, it's been 72 years. And I mentally talk back to them and tell them, you know, how stupid they are. Uh, we, I find here, as others have found where they're living, and the, the women I've been in contact with in Wisconsin and Florida, that basically these people are quite ignorant. Uh, we get the impression they don't have much education. Uh, that they are not very uh, broad-minded, that they may not have even finished a public school. So they seem to be basically ignorant and un uneducated. What county are you in in Florida? No, I'm in Ohio. Oh, okay. But uh, the woman I'm talking to in Florida is in West Palm Beach. Okay. Oh, she knows her. Yeah, Okay. Okay. Well, anyway, Derek, I just wanted to uh, mention that to you. And I heard the man talking about sleeping on a bridge, and if he had a gun, he'd take his life or whatever. He has to kind of look at the fact that some of us women have been stalked for many, many years. And as I say, I've been stalked for 72 years. So uh, after a while, they just become a part of the family, you know? <laughs> wow. <laughs> But well, uh, well, thanks for sharing, Barbara. That adds uh, a lot of perspective. Okay. And just, just one quick note, uh, Derek. I got your last newsletter here. I'm a little confused because the return address indicates P.O. Box 5406, but the right. the uh, uh, title page of the newsletter is 5604. Oh, is it? Okay. Well, I'll have to have a look at that then. Okay, because is the return address on the label, is that the correct one? On the label, it's correct. Okay. It, well, okay. it's 5604, whichever one that, you know, it's on. 
Okay. Well, oh, wait, I'm sorry. It's five four zero six. See, it's confusing. It's five four zero six. Is the PO box? Okay. Well, then that's what's on the uh, uh, address, return address label. On the label. Okay. Well, I'll look at the um, at the uh, the heading for the other then. Okay. Fine, Derek. I appreciate that, and thank you. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Um, any other suggestions, uh, comments about our packet, or about you know the meeting uh, with our city officials? Uh, I have a, a comment, Derek. Oh yeah. This is this is Nancy again. I'll make it quick. Um, yeah, I think Crystal's right uh, as far as sending the emails are concerned. When you send an email um, to your council. If you don't get a response, perhaps the next week you can get another member or another TI to send an email, and then so on, and just we can sort of just keep keep it going. And I also like the uh, lady suggestion about taking in the the newsletter so that we can prove that this is a uh, international organization. Okay, well she's one of the um, one of the few in our well relatively few in our group that received the newsletter at home because they don't have internet. And um so she has been, you know, um as as um a point of reference, I guess, as proof that this is happening to more than just her. She's been bringing this newsletter, um uh, newsletters I've been sending her to her sheriff's department and um uh, they have been um taking her seriously as she said as a result of, you know, this information. So, um, so they do so, I mean, I've, I've heard this from other people that they use the newsletters that they receive as documentation of their harassment and taken it to various places and it has been, it has helped. So, um, so that's something that we also do for those that don't have internet. We do mail a version of the, um, the newsletter to them and it's sent around once a month, and um, and people that uh, that do receive it are very appreciative, as well as those that receive it by email. Um, so, um, so that's something I guess it, that we can also bring in for documentation. Um, okay, did I answer what you were commenting about? Okay, um, are there any other comments about, uh, about the packet, about the meeting, about things we can talk about, et cetera? Oh, uh, Derek, Barbara in Cincinnati again. I just quickly wanted to ask you, who is going to Germany that you know of? Well, you know, um, we tried to send someone to, to Germany to represent us, half of oh. Jack. You're, you're um, not going? But that didn't quite work. And I'm not in position to go this year. Hopefully hopefully by next year we'll be um ready to attend. Okay. Um but you know it's it's a great conference. Uh last year it was one day, this year they've increased it to two days. Will so, there be my, any anybody going that will be able to bring back first hand uh notes or something like that from that conference to give to you? Well they um what usually well what happened last year was that they um had some videos uh, that they placed online of the uh of the conference so um some of us were able to watch watch that 
I think it was about an hour's worth of, there was a question and answer period um, where um, Dr. Romney Kilda was there and um, uh, William Benny was there and some other people, John Allman, uh, that spoke. And then there was a, like an audience participation and they asked questions and so forth. Mm-hmm. So we saw Will that. Will there be a possibility to Skype it? Um, that I don't know. I'd have to ask them about that. See if you know if there's enough interest, they probably would. They they might have a session where you know a Skype session if there's enough interest. That would be something that I'd really like to, because that's about as the biggest possibility for any of these conferences. I've never had the opportunity. Um, yeah, um, and, and would any would any of it be in English, or would it only be in German? It was in English. English is basically used as the international language for these right. conferences. So, um, if you know English, then uh, that's what they use mostly. Uh, a lot of Europeans speak English, and um, people overseas. Uh, a lot of other countries speak English, English as well. It's kind of an international language. So. And you know, Derek, the reason that it is is because uh, various ones in those uh, foreign countries know that they have to learn English to be able to conduct commerce with the United States. So that's why it's become pretty much the uh, universal language. Exactly. And we have um, TIs in like India in Malaysia, and the Middle East, and so forth. And all of these, um, in various countries, Japan even, and they're able to communicate, and the language they use is English. The, co- the common language that they use is, uh, is English. So we're in a good, good position there. Kevin Barrett of Truth Jihad is, is going. So that he has oh, a yeah. own radio show, yeah. Uh, Fetzer, Jim Fetzer was supposed to go, but I guess he's not. Uh, he was supposed to start doing a covert harassment uh, website. I don't, I don't know what happened because he was a truther, and that's what they're going at in the Phoenix program. They go after, you know, they cut the heads off the the heads of, you know, the leadership. You know, that that was a standard protocol in F, in uh, Vietnam. And, uh, that's kind of what's going on here. Well, um, last year there were a number of um, of attendees from the United States. Uh, they weren't representing FFCHS, um, but the, some of them were there. I recognized some in the audience. And uh, there will probably be some again this year, except that I just don't know exactly who all you know, they are. But you have to remember also the city council can be, you know, that this operation is about political control, and and these are the politicians in place. So you really have to be dance around, you know, their prejudices and uh, like that. I think with the packet.
Okay. Uh, other comments? Or, uh, about the packet or about the meeting or whatever. Because Richmond's known as a progressive uh, county. Richmond is? That's, oh. Yeah, there, there's a lot of progressive action going on there. I, I was listening on KPFK the other day. I forget what it was about, but mm-hmm. they're, they're kind of progressive. Another hello? Oh, yeah. Hello? Oh, hi, this hi. is Crystal. So another idea that I had was um, anybody who's willing for me to forward, like, a copy of um, the emails that I do send to the city council, if you guys want to email, send, like, a, if you go to my website, humanitywarriors.com, and leave your email addresses in the comments, you know, and you could just put in the comment part um, that you're willing to receive forwarded city council emails, that way you can use my emails as a reference when you um, when you personally email the city council, whether it be in your city, in Los Angeles, no matter where. I mean, you could pick a state and go and venture out on your own. It doesn't matter. But you can use my emails as a reference saying, look, we know you're getting these emails. We're getting every email you're getting. And we know what you people are not responding to and not doing and things like that. I mean, my my goal is to light a fire under the butt of the people who are in charge of making sure that we get um, police protection, that we um, are able to go to our health, uh, get health services, not, you know, whatever it may be that people need. Um, if they, like they had suggested that the LAPD was already too flooded with um, the much crime and the things that they're doing already to be focused on what TIs are going through. I said, wait, wait, wait. We're not asking for a big, uh, you know, for you to just turn a whole police station into a department that's just for TIs, but if you had a centralized location within the LAPD that TIs could go to and put two people on that task force, well, that's the start to the beginning of something that is going to become a very helpful tool for TIs as far as being able to um, report your crimes. And now we've also are working a system that's going to allow the police to police the activities of the TIs in order to find the perpetrators. I mean, the things that we're asking for are really simple, but I need your guys' help. We need to help each other in doing this thing. These people need to know that there are more than just our little group out here that care about their life, that care about their future, that care about whether or not these people are going to um, stand up and do something, or if they're not at all, but they're going to pick a side. And we're going to put that, and my job is to put them on blast. I mean, to make the, everybody accountable, you know, for their position in what's going on in the torture, stalking, and abuse in the life of a targeted individual, period. It's happening, and it's becoming, it's, it's, one person is one too many. But we have plenty of people out here. You guys are, need to start holding yourselves accountable as well, though, because they, they might not, we need the numbers. 
You know, I know you guys are tired. You guys have been going through this for years or months or 72 years. Whatever the case may be, you guys need to start taking responsibility for the future of your life and the life of the next poor little baby T.I. that's about to get put on whose parents think that their kid has just all of a sudden lost their mind when, in fact, they're being targeted. You know what I mean? We need to bring the um, stocking and the – we need to bring all of the things that are happening to T.I.s to the forefront so the world and our nation and your city and your friends and your family can see what to look out for, what to, um, if you can start spotting the things that are going on around you that are potential um, perpetrators that are trying to target you or somebody next to you, you need to start speaking up. Every This is a job for every American to start taking part in, and that's making sure that our government either tells everybody what they're doing and they're not going to stop or they're going to turn that crap off, period. We don't have no uh, middle ground in this, you know? Right. And by, by way of explanation uh, where Crystal's coming from, I mean, she is someone that sends emails to all. There are 15 um, uh, members of Los Angeles City Council. Now, um, uh, Crystal sends emails to every single one of them on a regular basis. Every day she's sending out many, many emails. She can what? tell you about that. And she has already had, uh, we've already had two meetings uh, in the Los Angeles area talking about this. So um, she's always blasting emails, and she's very, very busy daily on the computer contacting, you know, people, trying to line up uh, more meetings and things like that. She's probably one of the most active people, you know, in the group in terms of uh, moving ahead with this in this particular area. And uh, this and Monday will be the third meeting, so she's really uh, kind of uh, really going for it here. Yeah. Just to let you know what's possible. I mean, if if we can get three meetings in a city like Los Angeles, it can happen, Hi. you know, anywhere else. Each. Okay, something? Yes. We don't have a real government. We have a de facto government that is run by the evil forces that be, namely Bilderberg Group. But something that might be important to note or beneficial to add at these council meetings is how this stuff is affecting everybody. They are polluting our air with chemtrails, nanoparticles, polluting our water with fluoride, polluting our food, smart meters that cause cancer. They're beaming the whole cities with microwaves and using scalar technology and everybody with phase array antennas and other stuff. And it might be beneficial to note this to um, the city council members how it's affecting not just TIs but everybody. I mean, even our receipts have poison on them and our education systems have been compromised. Our um, presidential elections are essentially fake. It's affecting everybody, not just TIs, but everyone. It might be beneficial to note this as city council members as well. Mm, that's, hi, this is Melinda. That's a big load to give them all at once, you know. Uh, and this lady's uh, absolutely correct, but maybe one step at a time. And I think that's the step closest to us, the ones that we can personally, you know, express. We can get into the food and water poisoning 
uh, hopefully sooner than later. I just have a couple things to say. President Clinton gave a speech, uh, and he apologized for the United States government uh, with the, uh, in terms of the Tuskegee Airmen who were poisoned with syphilis, and also Guatemala was poisoned. Uh, so that covers the racial basis on the council and uh, the white people who are being poisoned. And I mentioned uh, this is very important, so nobody will feel like, oh, it's just those people. It's all of us. And I think if you read President Clinton's apology speech to the American people, apologizing for the experimentation on its own citizens and citizens of another sovereign nation, could be a good beginning. Also, don't forget we have to mention the Freedom Act, the Freedom Act, which replaced the Patriot Act. You have to read it very carefully because what the government did, what the Congress did is very clever. They turned all government spying over to private organizations like Google and Microsoft who have no oversight and no restrictions. I mean, they could get into your toilet paper roll and they are accountable to nobody. Here we go with the thing. So uh, it's important to notice the Freedom Act because if they say, well, you know, because it does not okay experimentation. Obama and DAA okays experimentation by the military on U.S. citizens if it will promote further defensive strategies in future wars. It's really kind of sickening. But you have to mention the Freedom Act and the NDAA because it does, you know, okay experimentation, unfortunately. So those are just two notes that I, I wanted to mention. Also, in, in um, uh, California, you can read the Human Rights Act and the Civil Rights Act to be acquainted with them so that when you go in, you will know what uh, the state does and can defend you with. That's all. Anyway, hello, everybody. Melinda. Hey, I want to give you an update on Jim Fetzer and uh, Kevin Barrett because they've been really on this whole electronic harassment thing. They have a show called False Flag Weekly News. It's on YouTube uh, through No Lies Radio, but... um. They've been mentioning electronic harassment for every week now for about the last six weeks. So it's a weekly show. I encourage everybody to go listen to it. Uh, Jim Fetzer, he was with Veterans Today for a long time. He was going to go to Berlin for the conference, but um, he's also been a criticizer of the of the Holocaust in terms of the exact facts about it. So he's concerned that he'll be arrested in Germany because it's a crime to even question it at all. Yeah. So that's why that's why. He's, that's why he's let Kevin Barrett go, who is actually pretty good. Kevin Barrett, if people don't know, he was a guy who was a professor at Wisconsin, and he was challenging the um, the nine, version about 9-11, and uh, the legislature actually came out and went after him and got him fired from the university, so he's been one of the biggest truthers. He did a show last Thursday in San Francisco on the 9-11 truth, and so these are two really good people. Kevin's going to be there in Berlin representing us. Uh, I encourage everybody to get a hold of him through um, his Truth Jihad website, truthjihad.com. And um, he's got um, he's going to be two. There's two really really good people who are in the alternative media who are already on this, and uh, they, I know they'd love to hear from everybody. Their emails are right online, and um, get a hold of them and let them know that we're we're supporting them. Oh, excuse me. Um, hi. I wanted to ask, um, what is he a professor of, please, and what university? What is his field? Uh, 
I, you know, I think he was a professor of ethnic studies at the, he was at the University of Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and he, and I think it was nine, 2005 they fired him, but he was um, just he was basically challenging some of the the government's versions about 9/11, and um, they actually got the whole legislature, the uh, Scott Walker did, and some other people at the university who didn't like that he was, you know, university is supposed to be free sweet speech, you know, but they fired him, but he's got a he's done a book called We're Not. Charlie Hebdo, and he's done a lot of covers all the the government kind of a uh, stuff. He is a Muslim, um, but he is American. You know, he's uh, like I said, American professor, and um, he um, is really interesting. I think they're both great people, so I'm really glad they're on board with us. And like I said, I've been working on it for a couple of years about just this kind of stuff, and um, I really lo- I really think they're well. I'll have to get all this paper. Yeah, uh, uh, I'll have to give it a look and. Um Sometimes things are de- departmental politics, but that sounds pretty radical. But, um, thank you, and I'll let the next person speak. Uh, excuse me. This, this is uh, Barbara in Cincinnati, and I quickly need to ask. I'm not familiar with this poisoning. I'm hearing it for the first time. Could you just quickly tell me, uh, you mentioned something about a greasy surface without being greasy, or is there powder, or what? Don from California, oh. he's the guy that knows. Oh, okay. Um, at least, oh, yeah, at least in my house, it um, in the potatoes and things, they take a needle and it looks black. And when they sprinkle it around, it's a creamy... It's like a cream color, from what I can tell, and the sticky stuff, it well, it's kind well, of a oily color, from what I can tell. Yeah, it's so a clear that's what I see in my house. Do you know so, what kind of poison it is? I have no idea. What no, I know is that when you poison center, when they control the poison center. You'll never get it tested. Um, when what I can tell you is that I when I can taste it, it tastes like if it's in a liquid, it tastes like um, old top. But when it makes my vision even in one eye double, that's the best I can tell you. Okay, thank you. But it does make it if it's malathion. It I, I I've heard it takes the pain. It when they put it on my doors, it took the paint off my car, and when they put it on the the uh, vinyl upholstery, it cracked it. And when it's put on certain paint, it cracks at about one inch squares or two inch squares or even finer. But it'll yeah, it and it does merge with certain different kinds of paint, so it. it then that the poison and the paint become one thing, you know, and it just sticks and it just stays there for years. So, nothing you can do to clean it off. It ruins things. It makes it like if it gets into a um, into a flashlight, you can't get it back open to get the batteries. It, it just ruins things. Um, well, it it's, they usually clothes. put it on your bedding, your handles. They'll put it yeah. where you grab a door. You know, you'll just, oh, you'll grab, just a grab a door. They, they put it everywhere. They ruin your clothes. They they put it everywhere. Yeah. They destroy Who everything. Did? 
I just wanted to say, um, uh, if it's uh, one of the ones that they use, you can see with the black light, you can see it in the dark with a black light. And yeah, I but so does urine or blood or, you know. Gamesbook.com. It's one way of look at finding it, but, yeah, it's it's real difficult to, to locate. It takes months to get, get rid of it. If, you know, they can spend uh, 10 seconds putting it in your house, and it'll take you months to get it out. What I, what I I'm, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear that. I say it takes them a few seconds to spread it into your environment, but months to find it and get it oh. out because you don't but know it's where it is. What I found is that when I moved, like I just moved my son out of his apartment, and I found it when I was moving out of one of my apartments. When I moved out, the when I was pulling things out of the freezer in both of these apartments, when I removed the container for the um, under the ice maker, there was there was an off-white powder. And when I was pulling things out of the where the uh, dry um, cans were, there was an off-white powder, and um, uh, and in the and vegetables and things, it's you find these. You go to peel the peel, peel the potatoes or the apples. There's you can see where they there's you can see the poke marks and they're black or like. The tomatoes today, um, you can see the poke marks and you can see a pool of what looks gray. I have no idea what it is, but it's, it's hard to miss. And you'd have to be an idiot to eat it. You just well, throw it away. Uh, what might Not you use to I clean look. it? I, I Either I cut off the piece or I throw the whole thing away. No, no, oh. I it, it, I, put, it, I put an article that I wrote in in the chat room. There's a link to my website, an article I wrote about it. I did a lot well, of work. Oh, I I don't I can't see it. I don't. I'm not on a computer. No, sorry. Anyway, there's. I I don't know what to tell you on that line. Well, um, remember that stuff's put. They they do put different waxes on on different uh, items like like cucumbers and such. So. All your food naturally should be washed separately, you know. I mean, that's, I know, that's a given. You can so when you associate it with your kitchen, when you associate it with your kitchen, you're looking at flour, sugars. So that, you know, you, you, you know that's mm-hmm. not valid. You're, you're, you're making a superstition out of it. Okay, well, it's just Neil. No, it's somebody that's been targeted by these jerks for with poison for over 15 years, probably 40. Okay, am I talking to Neil? I don't want to talk with you. Uh, that's all. Okay, I'm that is, that's not Neil, um, comma. Okay, well, the I'll reason go. I'm asking is because I'll send you a picture of what I'm talking about because that's not, I, we're not talking that it's sugar or flour. This is something totally different. Oh, okay. Comma, so where do you live? Black you can see it in the dark. It's bright fluorescent yellow. So it, it, whatever's in your kitchen is probably different than what I've got. Well. Because I, I know the difference. It tastes different the whole nine yards. So maybe what's in your kitchen isn't what's in mine. Well, I've been a target for a long time, and it's I've, I've seen it from coast to coast. They use it exclusively. 
for targeting. Okay. Well, um, whatever's in my kitchen, it's a poison. Right. I've got to um, Could I ask you a question? Does yours look like a fluorescent orange or a fluorescent yellow? Because mine's, mine's, mine's a cream color. Okay, it's usually fluorescent. Well, I'm, you know, if you have a black light, it's fluorescent yellow. Otherwise, it, you can't see it at all, pretty much. Oh, okay. Okay, so whatever I have, it's with your naked eye, it's cream in color. And I can go, I can go get a black light and I can look. Yeah, it, it, it can be cream color if it's pretty thick. Does it make you sick? Yeah. Yes, it makes you have double vision. It makes your eyes. It makes you sick. It makes you vomit. Right. Yes, it makes your eyes pinpoint. You you can look in the mirror and see that if you if you take away light or add light, your your eye your pupils diameter won't change. Okay. Well, I really appreciate the information because this is the first time I'm hearing it and. At 80 years of age, I don't take any medications. Um, I will tell you what I am using and with great success just for general health. I'm taking a liquid oxygen, and oxygen will get rid of the bad cells, and they help the good cells to uh, stay healthy and be healthier. And, and it's a product that I get at a natural food store here in Cincinnati, um, it is called Cell Food, C-E-L-L-F-O-O-D. You put mm-hmm. eight drops in a glass of the distilled water. Don't mm-hmm. use faucet water because the oxygen will try to take care of the particulates in the uh, faucet water, and it won't go to work in the uh, distilled water in order to uh, help you to uh, you know, physically be better. Okay, can you hear me? I have a question. Vitamin C is great. Like mega doses of vitamin C. I'm sorry? If you have reverse osmosis, would liquid oxygen work with that? Well, this is a particular liquid oxygen made by this company. Right. uh, And it's for, you know, ingestion into your system to help uh, fortify and protect uh, your autoimmune system uh, and uh, to help protect your cells, uh, creating uh, better good cells and getting rid of the bad cells. And it goes after the bad cells first to kill the the bad cells. But I... Well, that sounds fine, but you were saying with distilled water, I have reverse osmosis on my sink. I wondered if there, you know, should I still have distilled water as well? Well, reverse osmosis is taking out, I think, some of the uh, particulates, but distilled water, there's absolutely nothing in it whatsoever. It is pure uh, water. I get my water delivered to my home in boxes, <coughs> and uh, I may get uh, 35, 40 gallons of water at a time, uh, tightly sealed, uh, all uh, distilled. There's absolutely nothing in it. It's the kind of water used in medical use in hospitals, as well as right. in farm, as well as in pharmacies for uh, prescriptions. So it's it's a pure water, like normal saline when you're flushing. I, yeah. I'm getting this. Um, 
when they want to, they have my eyes literally leak out short tears, and they're thick, oily, and they coat my glasses. I don't know what the hell it is. Is this happening during the day and night as well? Um, anytime you want, pretty much. <laughs> okay, because I, I went know to that... work. They follow me to work, and even in the grocery store, because I work in the grocery store, my eye, they'll pick one eye, and it'll just leak this oily base. It's awful. I've not heard of that. Yeah, it's all it gets all over my glasses. I have to go and wash off. It ruins your makeup. You try to go go to work looking nice, and it's just it's awful. It's real thick and oily, and then it, you have a crust after that. Okay, uh, we've kind of drifted uh, from the topic tonight, but let me just uh, ask if. Um, it's been a, it's been about an hour and a half, so uh, why don't I just go ahead and take final comments for uh, for those who would like to uh, add something about the packet that we'd like to uh, present for our council meetings. If you have any ideas, comments, suggestions, any final thoughts? Well, Derek, I think you're doing a good job. Oh, well, and thanks, I- and I just uh, look forward to your newsletters every month. And if I don't get it on time, then I get concerned about you. Yes, I hear from you when I when you don't receive it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to be a pest, but you know what? Well, eight years I of age. From, I, hear, I hear from a lot of people actually about the <laughs> newsletter. Uh, they they try to keep the newsletters from people. I they they drop people every week, and I hear from them and. It's sometimes. Well, uh, you know, if you do leave off your return address and the people in the post office don't know where it came from, maybe some of those people that aren't getting their newsletter will continue to uh, receive it. Well, yeah, they. Um, well, I'm mainly talking about the the email, actually, the email version. Oh. And a lot of those people, uh, you know, I get calls every, every well, emails every week because of what the perps do. So um, if you guys uh, aren't receiving your your, um, your newsletter uh, each week, it's not because of me. It's because of the perps. And um, the uh, the actually email company, um, they're kind of baffled by uh, these the misses as well. So... Anyway, there's there's valuable must be valuable information, as, you know, as to why they keep um, uh, going out to people every week. But anyway, um, but yeah, probably just let me know whenever uh, you know uh, after a after a, few, after a week or so, if, if you haven't received it or something, let me know. Okay. Uh, yeah. Comment or question? Yes. Was there? Yes.
Okay. Uh, well, we have several ways to keep in contact with each other. They're all important. Our communication is going to be key to resolving our issues. Is anyone there, or are we just all quiet? Uh, yeah, we're here. Oh, good. Is that you? Pardon me? So what's going on in, in Florida? Um, I don't know who you're talking to. I'm not in Florida. I'm in Arizona. Oh, that's oh, that's Pam. That's Pam. How you doing? Yeah. Uh, Derek Sheila in Florida is uh, being terribly uh, hit. Are you aware of that? Well, that's that is. Uh, she normally is. She's uh she's very severely attacked. Yeah. And uh she's just uh, absolutely desperate at this point because uh she spent uh, last night or night before last at about two, three o'clock in the morning uh outside her home walking up and down the sidewalk just in an attempt to get some relief. And wow. uh she uh believes that it's a neighbor that uh, is possibly two, three doors down from her, uh, that it's a woman uh, from Peru, uh, that there are many cars that were at that particular home uh, apparently in the last uh, night or two, and that's when she was hit worse uh, than before, if that's possible, because she's just undergoing extreme, uh, you know, pain. Uh, really? she's, wow. Yeah, she's uh, vomiting. She's uh, having blood uh, dehydration. She's been in the hospital, I guess, about twelve times in the last uh, year or two, and uh, it, it's just uh, a terrible thing that they're doing. It's almost like a neighborhood. Um, uh, what do I say? A neighborhood uh, project to hurt her. Yeah, I know. Sheila's she been through quite a bit over over the years, and she's always been a severe attack victim. And yeah, I call I'm not it sure a community what... stoning. What? I call it a community high tech stoning. Well, yeah, you could equate it to that. She's not. Yeah, she's not sure if it's uh, religion based. Uh, that they don't uh, like her religion. Uh, she's had uh, uh, discriminatory notes put up in the uh, laundry room of her building. And uh, so I suggested that she might uh, want to contact uh, a co- uh, discrimination complaint in her area with an agency, and maybe that might uh, help to get somebody to respond to her problem. What did they do in her laundry room? Uh, putting up notes about her particular uh, religious faith. 
You know, so what, what religion is really stupid. Incredibly stupid. Hey, Barbara. And very immature. Hey, Barbara, what religion is she? I'm sorry if you're talking to me. There's so much on the phone uh, noise I can't hear. Okay, is she is she a Christian or a Catholic? No, she's of the Jewish faith. Okay, because it's everybody, not just, not just her that's being targeted. Yesterday when I was in Tampa, I witnessed I witnessed a Muslim. I actually two Muslim women that actually did that to an Indian fellow. When I was getting weight seven MRI done, so it's it's every, and I'm in Florida too, so it's it's getting to the point where um, I think I think it probably is religious, probably religious based. I know when I owned a home in the villages in Florida until 2008, I found that the law enforcement in the area uh, were what you might call a little corrupt. In fact, I even, uh, you know, didn't get any help, forget about it. I even told one deputy from the Marion County Sheriff's Department, I said, I think you're running a Boy Scout troop and not a a law enforcement agency. And he just kind of looked at me. I said, yes. I said, I voted for the sheriff, but we can't seem to get an appointment with him. So they kind of uh, cover each other. The sheriffs or police chiefs seem to have their groupies. Uh, you know, they keep people away from them, I guess, so uh, they can be out on the golf course playing golf and schmoozing in the community. I don't know. But uh, I know that Sheila is having difficulty with law enforcement in her area to to, uh, positively respond to her. And so she doesn't even want to contact them anymore because of what they may do. So she's got a a real problem. Well, yeah, um... She called them that one time, and that's um, that's when they put on the sideboard. Mm-hmm. Um, she might want to move somewhere. Maybe it isn't feasible for her to move right now, but she might want to move somewhere where there's more tolerance and diversity. Well, I'm I'm trying to help her right now, but there's uh, a lot of steps involved that have to be taken care of first. I suggested today to her that she might just put a for sale sign in her window and see what reaction she gets from anybody responding to it. It might give her some uh, names, phone numbers to insist on identification before anyone came in, Uh, possible um, uh, license plate numbers of of people that might be actually targeting her that may respond to the for sale. Uh, It might give her some, uh, you know, idea of, of, People that responding to that might actually be some of the uh, perps. So I don't know if she'll go ahead with that or not, but uh, uh, she's... Go ahead. Yeah, I'm not sure what you suggest for Sheila, but um, hopefully we'll start to see some progress. 
as we start these um, these council meetings and we start to get cooperation from the city. Uh, in Richmond, um, there is uh, there is some progress there because uh, the issue has been raised so much in that particular city. Um, people that are under attack there um, that pick up the phone and call the police to follow a police report uh, have noticed a reduction in their targeting. So, um, at least in one instance that I know of, and uh, some of the targeting is not as severe. I've heard reports of people that have moved there, from people that moved there to Richmond. Um, so, it basically the idea is that if you can raise a profile of this issue to where uh, it becomes public knowledge or becomes publicly acknowledged, such as in Richmond, the perpetrators have to keep a lower profile and people are not as targeted. So that's actually where we're trying to get to. The brighter the light we shine on this issue, more the uh, the, the uh, perpetrators have to respond into the shadows. Oh, Derek? Yeah. Yeah, it's Barbara. I was just going to tell you that I'm going to hang up now and uh, let you know I'm not on the line anymore. Hey, Barbara. Yeah. Before you hang up, Pardon your friend me? that gets attacked real bad. I, I'm she sorry. She has to stand inside anything cold. I, I'm sorry. There's noise on the uh, phone. Does your friend have access? Like when I get attacked really bad, because uh, I get hit hard too. Um, I've noticed that if I stand in the grocery store, if I go back in the dairy center or somewhere really cold where they store stuff, yeah, it's harder because they can't detect the body heat or something. I don't know. It's just an idea. I mean, it, like. I know it sounds crazy, like right in the store, go in the beer cooler, but, um, you know, it's just a suggestion. Well, Sheila was uh, in the grocery store one day, and uh, she was attacked in the grocery store. And apparently there was another woman who was close to her who reacted to what she was experiencing herself, so Sheila thinks that it isn't anything that is uh, confined just to her. It's anyone standing close to her that's also hit, and they don't even know what's going on. Yeah, well, because I I do work in a grocery store. I know that, you know, I'm around constant refrigerators. I've seen them literally just put refrigerated things, um, you know, like here in the deli area or somewhere in the bunkers that they sit in, the motors and stuff will go nuts around me. Um, but when I get real bad or something like that, I'll go stand in the back in the way coolers in the ice and take my body temperature down. Mm-hmm. It helps. Mm-hmm. Or she can get ice packs 
Yeah, I'll suggest I'll suggest that to her because I'll be talking to her tomorrow. There is that ice pack. The lady mentioned it last week. It's made out of mud and clay. It's in Walgreens. I use it. It helps. It's mm-hmm. heavy though. It's real heavy. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm going to interrupt here for just a second because I heard two of these. Um, I heard the person who lives above me when she was talking to the person to her renter who's there now before they were moving out the person who replaced who lives there now because for whatever reason they needed me for a long time they had to keep my temperature up there's a reason why they do that they and I couldn't hear all of it but they said it was really important that they had to keep our temperatures up um, the temperatures of the room had to be up around 85 degrees. So there's something to that. So I'm just confirming that I've heard that also, for whatever that's worth. Do you know of any shielding? I'm playing with my air conditioning right now. So. What? That my air conditioner is play with. With that, they're telling me they're punishing me for my days in the past. Uh, I don't know. I just know that um, like, in places where I like my yeah, even even in my they keep me even where I work and stuff. Even though it says that it's. 72 degrees. If I look at another thermometer, it's actually 85 to 90 degrees in the, in the building. You, and I'll ask other people, and they're sweating like kids. If I look at a regular thermometer, thanks for sharing that. Um, um, it's actually 85. Okay. Yeah, I'm uh, here. Uh, real quickly, uh, yeah, there, um, my husband was Jewish, and we went down to Florida, Hallandale, Florida, to stay with his uh, mother, and the whole area, the whole retirement community is Jewish. I just wonder if there's another reason this woman could be uh, targeted, and has she explored any other uh, reasons? Because just to stop at one thing when everybody else around you is Jewish, seems strange, and in the laundry room when she saw the note, I mean, is she the only Jewish woman in the building? She, uh, uh, to my to my knowledge, yes, she is. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Because when I was there, I mean, you know, all my friends from New York are planning to retire there, and it, it just seems like a strange reason to target somebody. Uh, when everybody else, uh, not necessarily in that building, but in Florida, I mean, that's, you know, where they go. And has she explored anything else that might give her some clues? Well, there's An one ex-husband other... or, or uh, property rights or something. There's one other possibility. It appears that where she's living, that most everybody around her is Republican and not Democrat. Oh, well, I don't... I don't no, uh, that's, that's kind of like thinking that. a person's uh, on a slow kill because of a political party seems odd. There must be something else, Barbara. I wonder. 
Has she ever been married? Does she have children? Oh, oh yes, yeah. she has children, and they're not in contact with her because they think that this is imaginary, and so oh, they don't well, want to hear no. about it. So she's uh, lost her children because of it. Her husband uh, has—he uh, was apparently a pretty rough person. Uh, really, um, you wouldn't want to cross him in a dark alley at night, according to what was she said. Was he Jewish? Yes. Talking about Sheila, she was cute. She speak for herself. And then I think someone who's a shielding expert should call for help and try to help. I'm yeah, sorry, there's okay, so much well, noise in the phone. I, can't, I couldn't understand you. I said, I don't think we should be talking about Sheila's life. I think Sheila should you know, talk for herself. And two, I think someone who's an expert in shielding could possibly, maybe Derek could call them and they would call and talk with her and help her with shielding. I know her and Derek knows her, so maybe I'll try and call her and talk with her. Well, uh, well if, uh, if you could. In uh, personal life, I think it's something we shouldn't do. She should speak for herself. Uh, okay, and I'm having to mute. Uh, let me just say I'm having to mute some some of you um, to see where the noise is coming from. Middle Tennessee. Okay, um, you know, Middle Tennessee is muted already. Um, so if if uh, if you're muted uh, and you want to talk again, just star eight, and I'll open your line to find where the noise is coming from. The person was talking about temperature. You know, one reason they might like it hotter is because the more layers of clothes you wear, the it does cut back on the the physical attacks. I noticed, so I can see where the warmer it is, the less layers of clothes you got on, and then oh, the right. easier you're to no, make it. Right. So that's just my opinion about why they might want to have it hotter. Um, you know, in the room. May I ask uh, the gentleman uh, that mentioned that he knew Sheila and that he might contact her for shielding purposes, may I ask what your name is, please? I think that was Alice from Virginia. Who? I think that was Alice from Virginia. Oh, Alice? Yeah. She's got kind of a little deeper voice. Okay, okay, because I'm going to talk to Sheila tomorrow. And uh, I don't know if Sheila knows her or not. Now, what state is she from? She's in Virginia. In Virginia. Nice state. I lived there a couple of different times uh, uh, back in the 50s. Um, I, I will call her tomorrow. I will pass on that information. And, and I've been trying very hard to get uh, some information to Sheila about shielding. And that's why I'm asking, you know, if anyone had anything that they could give me in the way of information. Say Barbara? Yes. I've got, I've got on my website. I I um I have some shielding tips. I have a video of what I use for shielding. If you if you care to look at that, do you have? Well, are you on Facebook? Sheila does not have a computer. Oh. And right. I have a I have a Dell computer, but they've compromised my computer when I first moved here, and mm-hmm. and you know it's drug money that they're using to pay people. And I had a man come out, a young man come out to my home to set up my computer for a local phone number when I moved from Florida. And uh, he, I overheard him giving my password to somebody on his cell phone, 
when I brought that to his attention, I said, oh, no, he he wasn't doing that at all. Well, I know he was because I know how my computer acted after he left. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't turn on my uh, com- computer, and it's a nice Dell. I mean, there's uh, well, there's nothing wrong with it when I moved from Florida. Mm-hmm. But they, they uh, throw up screens that I can't, you know, get out of there to be able to do anything. Uh, so I have... My computer, I only turned it on once recently, and that was the first time in about two, two and a half years. Oh, well, I I, um, I did that for a living before I retired. If you want to call me, I can help you with it, maybe. All right, but I would need your phone number. Okay, I put it in the chat so you don't have a computer. It's two Excuse five three. me? It, have you got a pen? Yes. It's 253-929-929. Nine two And your first name again? James. James? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I use um, I use um, sheet metal that I got at um, Home Depot, like mm-hmm. four by eight or four by six mm-hmm. and I put neodymium magnets all over it. And another kind of shielding I use that works pretty good is um. They use it for bump, like bumper stickers on cars. It's magnetic and it's vinyl. Magnetic vinyl. It's very flexible. And you can um, buy rolls of that, like for ten dollars, pretty cheap. And um, it it does work. And what is it called? I think it's called vinyl. Vinyl magnet. Magnetic vinyl. You could say to picture it. You. Just picture what a bumper sticker would be like that's really flexible on this magnetic right. sticker the car. Or, or a magnetic sign, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what state are you living in? Oregon. Oh, Oregon. Oh, that's a nice state. Mm-hmm. My daughter's yeah. mother-in-law lives there. Mm-hmm. In Portland. Okay, James, I appreciate that information, and I've been jotting that down. Okay. All right, and uh, you worked with computers before you retired? Yeah, yeah, it's for a living. So I'm an expert. Well, I taught business. James is a guru. James is a guru. He listens to everything he says. He's amazing. He does studies on chemicals, computers, Shielding microwaves. He's really wonderful, Barbara. Really? Well, thank you, Mel. He's, he's an asset to this group. Well, I'm a former uh, educator, and uh, I worked for two and a half years as a guidance counselor in the high school of a prison outside of Cincinnati. And mm-hmm. I uh, unfortunately found that uh, some of the inmates were more honest than the employees. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sure. And that went all the way to the top, I might add. <laughs> yeah, well, they have nothing to lose, so, you know, you can probably trust them more. You're absolutely right. <laughs> I had inmates volunteering to guard me. <laughs> and they said, and this is really sorry, they said until I came to the prison, they had nobody they, they could talk to that they could trust. Oh, that's amazing. Well, congratulations. And it was yeah. a, what's called a closed slash uh, maximum security prison. Oh, my. And, uh, yeah. 
it it uh it was an eye opener it was uh, an education in itself not necessarily the best career move but it was an interesting experience was that before or after they were privatized oh before before yeah in fact here uh it's still under the state department of corrections Mm-hmm. So I I don't know that any of the prisons in Ohio right now are privatized. I think they're they're still under the State Department of Corrections. Um, I guess I I don't have anything else that I need to add. I've only listened in on your conference one other time, and uh, it was it was very good. But it's been a while, and so I won't uh, tie up Derek here. <laughs> Barbara, call during during the week. You sound like a wonderful person, and we'd love to have you on the calls during the week. This is Melinda from Southern California talking. Oh, are you in Orange County? No, uh, Los Angeles County. Los Angeles. Well, I'll tell you, I love Laguna uh, Beach and Newport Newport, um, uh, Beach. Well, we all do. (laughs) (laughs) But and I have friends out there. I intended to get out there this year, and uh, with all the fires and the smoke, I just have to stay out of there because I had cancer once, and I uh, beat it. And uh, I just don't want to inhale the smoke and take. We don't cancer. have any fires down here at this time. It's pretty. Oh, you clear. don't. And it's oh, usually don't. in the mountains. Yeah, no, Laguna and Newport are pretty pretty safe from fires. Okay. Famous last well, word. They get they get landslide. Oh yes, yes. Well, when I've talked with Sheila, I told her, I said, you know, I tell these uh, people uh, that there's such low life that they have to reach up to touch bottom. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I call them slug suckers. And, you but know, anyway, and, and that's the truth. Yeah. But they are contractors, you know. They're not necessarily what you would call perps. They're contractors because they're uh, independent uh uh, CIA contractors, and they're, of course, being paid with drug money because they're officially not on the payroll of the CIA. Right. You know, well, they have agency. contracts. They have Air Force contracts and the President's Brain Initiative. But, but yeah, but they're, consider, they're considered, as far as I know, they're considered as independent contractors. Yes. Yeah, I believe they are. Much they're like right. a plumber or electrician would be in business for himself. Exactly right. And my whole yep. building is full of these independent contractors, unfortunately. Oh, this is terrible. Hey, hey James, um, I'm up in Portland. Can you give your phone number again so I can contact you? Yeah, it's 253-929-9289. Okay, great. My name is Don, so I'll probably give you a call sometime. Oh, okay. okay, nice to meet you. I was telling Sheila tonight that I really I think I've discovered where these people are from. They're descendants of a frickin' frack. Kukula, <laughs> <laughs> Fran, and Ollie. I'm only two of Oh, gosh, a woman knows who Kukula, Fran, and Ollie are. And, and oh, you know, there's God, a, I, I love you. I've told, uh, and Derek knows Barbara in Wisconsin. She's 92 years old, and she's been followed for 50 to some years, I guess. And uh, I I tell her when I talk with her and Sheila, I said, now remember, we have to have at least one laugh a day. Right. And we can't lose lose our sense of humor. 
And they're counting on us losing our sense of humor. They don't well, have any humor whatsoever. No. Well, you know, I, I went into a pet sh- uh, store one day, and it was uh, right at the gate to an apartment complex where there was a contractor living there just inside the gate at the very first street. And I saw him as I was driving into the parking lot. It's a big parking lot. And, Derek, you know it. It's Harper's Point. Oh, okay. Yeah, up at uh, Camper Montgomery Road area, mm-hmm. Harper, Harper's Point uh, Shopping Center Plaza. Right, I'm well, familiar. Yeah, well, anyway, I saw this man running out of the gate from the apartment complex. He, uh, It was a warm day, just had a sports shirt on, as I'm driving into the parking lot. And so I uh, parked my car, and I went into this pet store to inquire about grooming of my dog. And uh, this man must have run into every single store in that plaza because he was told that I was coming in uh, you oh know, before I ever God. got there. And so I didn't know at the time, but I thought, well, he, there's something about it. You know, your vibes tell you when you're close to these contractors. And so anyway, I, I went into the pet store, and I was talking to the owner when this man came in. And he was a big, tall fella. And so I, I said to the uh, the owner of the store, I said, now look at this man. I said, now, don't you think he looks a lot like a senator? <laughs> <laughs> and and the the contractor said I don't look like any senator. I said you know well I I think I think you remind me of a senator. Now why did I say that? Because I wanted the owner of that store to remember that. If he came back, good and idea. Good, that's a good idea, Barbara. I mean, you yeah, put them is. on put them on the spot. Yes, and and they don't like to be talked to either. They oh, don't like. No. Yeah. No, there's slime and a snake in the grass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They put four snakes in my uh, house in, in the villages. Uh, and I lived in the Marion County section of the villages there in Florida. The last one was a deadly coral snake. Wow. And it just so happened that I had these sticky boxes that you put down uh, for little uh, spiders or uh, whatever to get caught in them and just die there. Fortunately, I had two of these boxes end-to-end at one corner of my screen in Lanai, and I heard this swishing back and forth, and I couldn't understand what it was, and I and my dog (laughs) were on the Lanai at night without the light on on the inside of the Lanai because I had a street light just outside of it. I turned on the uh, light to the Lanai at that point, and I saw this snake. And, you know, there are two different snakes in Florida that look very much alike, except the color of their rings are reversed. And one is the coral snake, and one is one that is not poisonous, and I don't remember the name of it. So I called a critter catcher to come take out this snake, and he asked what it looked like, and I told him. And they came out, and I was told that I owed $280 to take that snake out. What? Yes. It was a critter catcher that was catching snakes somewhere else and bringing to my uh, uh, oh. my house. My next-door neighbor and all the neighbors around me have been contacted and recruited, and so they were in on wow. it, too. Hmm. Wow. And when I, and when I woke up one night and I felt something heavy going across my feet uh, on the bed... I moved, and I heard a loud thud on the floor. It was a snake. Oh, wow. 
So after four snakes, Derek, that's why I sold my house and moved back to Cincinnati. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that could have been a water moccasin. If in Florida, it could have been a water moccasin. That's poisonous. Well, it was a black and uh, black and white snake. I think they call it a black snake, but it has a white belly. Oh gosh. Oh, and then they, and then they put a snake, uh, another black snake with a white belly. It was about those oh, six feet long. They put in my air conditioner outside my house, and it died oh, there. And then I had to put rubber gloves on and pull it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Now you can't lose your sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Tice for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Right. All right. Uh, this is Deborah in Virginia. Can I jump in fast, real fast? Hi, Deborah. Yes. Yes. I'm enjoying listening to Barbara uh, tremendously. Um, some night, can we have the elders on a call? Uh, I I just love hearing them. It really motivates me. Barbara and all the elders. Okay. Oh. Barbara and. Uh, Oh yeah, uh, well Barbara, the other Barbara in, in uh, Illinois. And there's Mary, Mary in Michigan. Barbara, do you know Mary in Michigan? She's a wonderful woman. All the oh, well, Barbara, I don't know. I, I don't know Mary. I'm originally from Michigan. Yeah. I yeah. Um, I will. Um, I have her telephone number. I will call and leave it with Derek. And if you want to call Derek, uh, I'll call her first tomorrow morning and. We have to call her in the afternoon because they keep her up all night, so she has to sleep until noon. Sometimes yeah, she's on okay. the call. I don't know if she's uh, on now. Well, I, I don't have very good luck getting a hold of Derek. <laughs> <laughs> I, I leave messages. He's such a gallivant, you know, around the Yeah, around he, the he's now. so busy, you know. I, it's hard to time down. And when I'm not there in California, it makes it doubly difficult. But <laughs> hey, Derek. Oh, I, I call I? you back. All right. Okay. Derek, I'm hearing something on my line. I want to know if everybody else can hear it. There's like some knocking or chopping. Can you guys hear that? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Can you hear somebody saying some obscene things also? No. Yes. 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 I'm hearing it in Cincinnati. Yes. Are you hearing the nasty things that they're saying towards me? No. Oh. Well, they're 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 disruptive. I, yeah. I didn't uh, I didn't yeah. get that they were saying them towards you, um, Karma. Okay. Well, they're saying like it's nasty. Well, there's that, but there's also the nasty things. Are you, are the other people hearing what they're saying towards me? No. 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 So it must be on your end. Okay. Um, Derek, I text you some of the things that I heard because I don't want to put it out on blast because they're not very nice. Uh-huh. But I wanted to check to see if anybody else was hearing them too. No, I'm just hearing a tapping sound here in Cincinnati. Yeah, the tapping, on the I'm hearing that too. But I'm not hearing anyone else talk. Well, I know there's been other times that other people heard them too. That's heard the people talk too, and it sounds like the same person. 
And and who is it who mentioned Mary in Michigan? Melinda uh, uh, in California. Could you spell that? Do you have a computer? Oh, you don't. Uh, Melinda. Uh, oh, okay. M E L I N D A. Yes. Uh huh. All right. You know, I would appreciate having her number. I'm originally from Flint, Michigan. Oh, she's a terrific woman. She called me because I had said something on one of the calls, and she wanted to clarify, and we started talking, and she's um, 73, and she's been attacked for a long time. And you two might have um, a lot in common. She's a very nice woman. Well, I might be able to say something from time to time that would help her since I've been uh, in this situation yeah, for so long. You do have a little edge on her. <laughs> <laughs> a few years, huh? Yeah. And really, I'm so sorry to hear about Sheila. I, I just think that's so dreadful. And uh, to be on the street in such despair and pain is just beyond the pale as far as I'm concerned. Well, she was a nurse, and uh, so she's well aware of physically what it's doing to her. In fact, she even thinks they may destroy her spleen. Oh, my God. So uh, that's how serious it is. Yeah. And, uh, I'm I'm trying to help her to move up here because uh, she uh, had been in the Midwest before in her life, and she said she wouldn't mind moving back again. And I told her, well, I had no respect for law enforcement in Florida. Uh, I had a very, uh, well, uh, uh, what do I say, enlightening experience with a couple of the departments there. And I thought, boy, they can't be trusted. And I'm sorry to say that because uh, when I was growing up, you could always trust ministers, doctors, firemen, policemen, you know, all that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Of course, that was... Hello? Yes. This is Mary in Michigan. Oh, hi, Mary. Oh, speaking of the devil. I know, funny, Candace. Mary? I'll give you my phone number. Okay, Mary. 513-393-393-4690. Now, if you lived in Flint, you know where Perry is, right off of 69. Oh, yes. Well, uh, we had a home in Orchard Haven. Well, I live in Perry, Michigan. I lived in Lansing for 40-some years. I'm staying with my father. Okay. Well, I uh, uh, we lived in Grand Blank. you know where that is? Uh, well, I have an idea. But it's a, it's uh, south outside of Flint. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll yeah. I'll be calling you and getting in touch with you. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, two two terrific ladies. So uh, I hope you can help each other. Okay, but I'll just and, you're... and I'll get back with you because, like I say, sometimes I don't get up till like three o'clock. I don't sleep well, that, on my... that's... That's okay. My dog sleeps on my bed, and during the night he kind of gets up and roams around and wakes me up at the same time. So, uh, 
We'll be talking to you later then, Barb. Have a good evening. Thank you. I'll be I'll be in touch. Okay. Bye bye. Bye now. Thanks, Melinda. You're very welcome, Mary. Nice to hear your voice. Thank you. Hope you have a good weekend. Thank you. You too. It's very humid here. I'm not used to it, but that's the only thing. So, uh, Melinda? Yes. Yes, Barbara again. Uh, Will you give your number to Derek so I can have it and contact you? Yeah, he has it already. Okay. Okay, that'll be we fine. we got to get you uh, using your computer. Barbara, my <laughs> computer has a task. I've got her sleeping uh, overnight in it all day, all my phone. And I use it anyway, you know. As long as you can get it to work. And James should be for that. For that. Okay. Well, Derek, I think uh, I better uh, say uh, good night uh, for now because there's so much noise on the phone. It's extremely uh, difficult to hear and understand what's being said by everybody. Okay. Well, I'm trying it to. It might be my purpose. Derek, why don't you mute me and see if it doesn't stop? Because my purpose. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm muting. Like I'm muting people uh, right now. So if um, if you're getting muted. Um, okay, it's quiet now. Okay. If you're getting muted, just feel free to star eight, and then I'll open your line back again until we find where the noise is. So there's a lot of uh, difficulty with the sound tonight, so it seems like... Is that deliberate interference? Sometimes yes. it is. Sometimes it is. Okay, I didn't know. Hi, Derek. Yeah. Hi, it's Anne Marie from New York. Good evening. I I just wanted to um, I, I, I'm going to send you some money for the newsletter. Okay. I meant to do it sooner, but I'm, I mean I can do it now. Okay, well, that that'll be good. All righty, I'm going to go now. <laughs> have a good night. Okay. Have a good night. What's the best time to call you, Derek, to get the phone number information? Uh, sometime um, in the afternoon, usually. Okay. Okay. And you've got my number, haven't you? Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. I uh, am going to sign off for now. I think my dog is about ready to go outside for the night. Uh, or I should say for bedtime, and then bring him back in because he's a little Shih Tzu. I don't leave him out at night. But um, uh, I'm going to sign off for now, and I'll be back in touch with you uh, someday this week, okay? Okay, that'll be fine. All right. And okay, again, I'm Derek, glad you uh, are. Okay, I'm glad well, you came with the call and everything. Well, thank you, Derek. I, and I learned a lot tonight, particularly that poisoning situation. And uh, so I'm I'm glad to know about that. So I'll be more alert and keep my eyes open. And I keep uh, disposable rubber gloves uh, on hand all the time. I also use a medical mask that I get at the drugstore every time I go outside because we have just been uh, inundated with uh, chemical trails uh, over my area. Some of them are very low. And when I told my oncologist that there was strontium, barium, and aluminum in those chemical trails, she looked at me and shook her head, and she said, and they're all toxic. 
though there are other. Be sure to cover your arms too. Your arms. Oh, I I wear a jacket uh, every day, 365 days a year, uh, okay. with long sleeves. I even wear a hat, a wide brimmed uh, uh, summer hat, as well as uh, uh, cover my head uh, because it. Doctor Oz even said for uh, allergies that uh, if it you go outside and things uh, land on your hair, your head, you go to bed, you put your head on the pillow and sleep, then all that's on your pillow, and then you breathe it in. Well, uh, the same thing with the chemical trails. That's what you're breathing in. So that's why I just cover my head with a wide-brim hat and a summer kind of a sun hat. And uh, the medical mask, every time I go outside to take my dog out or do any raking or sweeping or anything like that, and I have found that to be the first time I've done it this year, and I have found it to be a great help. Thanks for the heads up. I'll do that. Okay. Well, listen, good night, everybody. I enjoyed uh, your conversations and our uh, a laugh or two together. Uh, that's about as good as a prayer, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Matter is, is, a, is a great matter, as they say. So it's uh, heads up all the way, right? Uh, yes, absolutely. Okay, folks. Well, listen, have a good evening, a good week or whatever. And if uh, you're coming on the program next or uh, the conference call next weekend and I'm able to come back on, I would be, uh, uh, you know, I would be very impressed enthused about uh, being able to hear what everybody has to say again, okay? Sure. Yes, you're welcome. Well, have a good evening, and thank you so much. You too, Barbara. You have great spirit. Thank Um, you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Uh, You know, Barbara is one of our senior citizens, and um, she's an inspiration, and uh, I have to make sure I have lots of time when I talk to her. But she's good to talk to. Um, Derek, I just have a question. There was a website mentioned earlier, and it had the word humanity in it. Does anyone? Oh, um, that's um, humanitywires.com. Oh, Humanity Wires? Thank you, Derek. All right. Thank you. Hello? Hello? Hi, who's there? This is Billy. Derek? Hi, Hi, Billy. How are you? Uh, Hanging in there. It could be worse, so I'm thankful. So I I just wanted to say something. Uh, I wanted to say that uh, uh, the last time that uh, I was on here, um, well, I... I tried to get on here last weekend, I think it was, and um, I couldn't get on. And I've been trying to get on here since, uh, what, for over a couple hours now. But anyways, I just wanted to say that I had said, I wanted to apologize because I had said that um, that uh, there was a, uh, uh, that there was those that were getting work on a, a military base 
and um, uh, that you know didn't make sense and whatever. And I thought, and I was mad, and it was wrong because um, you know there's civilians that where the families work on there, you know, dad and son, and you know, and that goes the same for military people in the military. They may have a brother or uh, you know, prior military and uh, a son that work on there too, you know, or they could uh, be uh, both uh, in the military, him and the brother and, you know, brothers could be on there and have a son work. So, I mean, or they could be prior military, you know, or whatever. So that was wrong of me to say that. And so, you know, I I thought about that and I said, no, that's that's not right. I shouldn't, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but, um, and another thing is I wanted to apologize because I had said that, uh, I just, uh, to the best of my knowledge, I, I said, I didn't name it, the religion, but I said an organized religion that I had seen, you know, the, somebody up in the, in the religion big, do, you know, do bad and, and, I, and and they got promoted, you know, and I said, I seen it. Well, actually, just because I might think, even though I feel very strongly that one that was higher up did do, you know, uh, well, wasn't on the up and up, and he did and did get promoted, but that doesn't, you know, that doesn't mean that the other ones knew or anything, you know, so... I mean, it's not like it's not like as if the other bigger ones in the religion had knew about it, and you know, and put, no. So I I was wrong about that too, and um, so I wanted to say that. But I wanted to ask you a question, Derek. Hello. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to ask you a question. I'm going to be honest about it. Um, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I um, what what could you say to me that could assure me that how I feel is wrong? And this is how I feel. I truly feel that this um, talks you and and everything is uh um a big show uh, you know i i i believe that it's that it's fake i believe that it's actually towards towards me um uh a harassment towards me because i've been harassed you know on here just about every time that i've been on here i've been harassed whether the others know or not, but, um, and, okay. uh, what do you mean you've been harassed? Well, I really don't, I really don't want to get into it because it, it, you know, uh, but just as far as like what I had said, um, you know what could you what could you say to me to convince me you know that 
this is on the up and up and that it, this is actually correct and true and just that, you know, you can't help who gets on here and so forth and that, you know, these uh, people are, you know, perps or whatever, you know, mine that they uh, uh, get on here and, you know, and you have, you don't know who's going to be on here and everything. And there's always like, you know, like right now, how many people are on here right now on the line? Um, the last count was about 127. Okay. 100, 127 people on the line, and it's like you don't hardly hear anybody. As a matter of fact, you hear the same people, you know. Uh, well, like, there wasn't that many tonight so far. I don't know how, how much longer this lasts, but, and, you know, and they just talk and talk and talk, you know. And like I said, I've been trying to get on, and, um, but... So, basically, I guess that's it, but I'm just curious, what could you say to convince me that this, that this isn't a sham or whatever? Okay, well, Billy, um, well, first of all, I've got to realize that um, there is manipulation going on, apparently, on your end. So um, there, it could be possibly uh, perpetrated deception that's happening on your end that, that maybe is trying to convince you that all of this is fake. So I'm not sure if, uh, if there's anything that I can say that will convince you otherwise. You will probably have to find your way through that um, you probably need to look at the cause um, overall uh, in order to realize that uh, probably most or, uh, most of us on this line are targeted and would have no remedy except that we come together and seek solutions. And you know, I wouldn't have a remedy. I wouldn't have... A, uh, any hope of finding one until I start. I found the group, um, and that's really the way we're going to prevail. Uh, um, individually, we cannot overcome this. It's only uh, it's only going to be by collective effort, and that's and it's going to be a matter of how well we work together to do it. For one thing. And also, we have to be um, uh, attuned to um, right actions to achieve that in order to uh, work collectively towards our goal. And that's the second part of it. Um, as far as the calls on Saturday, a lot of it has to do uh, part of the, uh, the goal of the, uh, the calls is interaction, and uh, it's it's affirming uh, our targeting, and you it, so much depends upon 
how you interpret things, really. Um, and you have to kind of keep an open mind, I would say. Trust is a major issue with our community. Um, but you have to kind of work at keeping an open mind. And uh, the perpetrators work at trying to close off avenues uh, avenues of assistance for us. Um, this call might be one of those for you. Um, and you might not know which call you might hear something that might be um, the key to what's happening to you. This is why we share information. This is why we exchange stories and and camaraderie and so forth. So, um, also, Billy, uh, the answer that you're, um, the question that you asked me is going to take, is going to require um, uh, responses from other people on this call as well, you know, not just from me. Okay? Hey, Derek, Billy, you know, uh, if I can jump in a second here. Hey, Billy, you're right about that. You know, the perps are on your especially during the week on Joe's call, they're on there especially because he's got a real open format. And one of the things they'll do is always trying to, when you say something important, somebody else is trying to give you some important information about a website, they'll make noises so that they distort the call. But the other thing I notice is perps will be calling in all the time, uh, like I said, especially on Joe's call. And here's a couple ways you can tell what a perp is. One is they're, when they talk about their own targeting, they're real vague. You can tell they really haven't experienced real targeting because people know it can describe it pretty exact and you can hear it in their voice the other thing is um they will try to always distract us from like we're talking about something important they'll take us off down some crazy road that has nothing to do with targeting and try to either distract us or confuse us and then the other thing i notice is sometimes perps will come on and they'll try to pump you for personal information like well billy are you thinking about doing something criminal are you thinking about committing something try to get you to to say something, because these are all recorded, so they're going to try to get you into saying something on here they can use against you down the road, so just keep that in mind. And then, like I said, I think the biggest thing is after you're on for a while, then you kind of know who's for real and who's not. And um, so uh, talk to you is kind of an open format for a lot of groups, and um, it's so that it's that means it's also open for... Anybody wants to get in here now? I noticed the perps. I don't even go on the chat line anymore on the on the line th- online thing because it's so much garbage. I mean, they you, you hey, most of the stuff that's being written there on those things is just total uh, garbage. They're trying to distract people, get people angry, and it's just made up. And so, you know, one thing is stick to the phone calls. My advice, anyway. But the chat room's good because people can pass on uh, pers- more like phone numbers and um, websites and stuff, that, so that's good. But uh, Oh, that's hello? Hello? Oh, hi, what happened? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm sorry about that, guys. Um, uh, You were talking, and all of a sudden my phone went out, so I don't know. I'm sure that was uh. deliberate, whoever did it. And so I was off for a few minutes or more, and uh, when I got back on, I heard you talking, Derek, and then I heard uh, other gentlemen talking. Well, I don't know what all you said, Derek. Sorry. Oh, okay. Well, I can maybe 
uh, you know, say some of it again. Um, one thing I, I want to mention is that this is a collective effort. Um, and uh, so much of what you um, learn from these calls are, you know, how you interpret what you hear. And perpetrators might be influencing, you know, what you take in to some extent. So remember there's some um, some manipulation that is probably happening with you. Um, and see, I'm not sure how, well, you've been on here for how long now, Billy? Oh, gosh, I really don't even know. Um, I mean, what, uh, was it this year, was it last year? You know, I, I tell you, I, I'm, I, I, oh yeah, I, I, no, I don't know. Um, I've been through so much. I mean, I can't, I, I would think, I would think last year, but I'm really, okay. yeah, yeah, I, I, I think that's probably right. Last year. Okay, well, the reason that we have the calls, Billy, is so that we can um, learn from each other uh, is one thing, and also to support each other, you know, if if we're having, uh, I don't know if you've ever um, experienced to where if you're having something, you you know, you're having some, um, um, if, if you're getting extreme targeting from your perps, and you call in to share it with others, and then people come in to, to kind of lift you up. Um, I don't know if you tried to do that, but that's what we're here for. I mean, I see it happening every day where people call in and they share, and then others, you know, chime in, you know, to keep them afloat. You know, so that is, I mean, if you've ever heard that, that's what we're here for. I mean, this, this is a support group. I mean, okay. that's one of the things that we do, and it happens quite a bit. And if you ever have heard that, and I think this happens quite often, that's what what we're here to do. Okay, and like tonight when Barbara was here and she shared a a light moment and everybody had a good laugh with her, I mean, that is something that we're here for to kind of cheer each other up. That's what we're here to do. Um, You know, there were people on earlier that were seeking solutions for certain things and people all chimed in with what they thought would be good. That's what we're here to do, Billy. So all these things, you know, just kind of make note of all these things. That's what what the chat line is for. And that's what we do. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm I'm just saying that I, I get, you know, um, oh, so you're really located in California and these people are really calling from different parts of the United States. And, I mean, I even have a hard time uh, believing that, I mean, I'm not sure that this is is happening all over the world. You know, I mean, I would think that, that it is, but, but, you know, I'm, I would think that, you know that that it is in places, but not to the magnitude that y'all are saying. And I don't know. I mean, I know I know what's happening to me, and I know what's been happening to me. And I mean, as far as like with uh, uh, 
getting hit with all the stuff that a lot of people on here come out. No, I'm I'm thankful, you know. Uh, but I mean, I've I've just been drugged. I've been I I I've been poisoned. I mean, I've been drugged a lot. Drugged. I mean, they have got the drop on me so many times, and they have just you know uh, put some smoke to me. I mean, it's. Uh, Unbelievable. So, well, the, the drugging is is um, is something that's 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 one of the more difficult things to deal with because we don't have a lot of uh, resources to address that. Um, there are some um, that can share their personal um, experiences and how they cope. Uh, there aren't that many ways. Well, you know, it just depends on who you talk to, though. Um, but the drugging is one of the more, um, uh, it's a very serious form of attack, but we have um, not very many resources to address that, except for, you know, personal experience. Yeah. Uh, I do know... Uh, there's there's one guy that is um, gets drugged every night. He's a he's a male rape victim. And uh, one thing one way he deals with the drugging, and I guess these are aerosol attacks, you know, spraying and so forth, is that he covers his face with a wet washcloth, and that filters out uh, probably a lot of what he's experiencing. Might help you. I don't know. Uh, beyond that, um, you know, there are others that share their tips. And um, if there's anything that you're experiencing, like with drugging or whatever, you know, feel free to kind of set it out here, and um, and people will be glad to share what has helped them. I mean, that's what we're here for, Billy. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Billy. Yes. Yeah. Oh, this is Donaldson. Just so you know, I've also been targeted and labeled some really negative thing on on this talk show. For some reason, I've been really blacklisted by a lot of these, um, you know, people that call in. I guess you know. So don't feel alone. Oh yeah, my shut my phone shuts off. It's constantly monitored. I've already had a friend of mine show me how the the monitoring was coming from uh, LAPD, but I'm in I'm in the, I'm in Northern Cali, so you know uh, I'm just wanting to share that. Hey Billy. Yeah. yeah. This is Lonnie in Washington. About a month or so ago, I talked to someone named Billy who wanted to talk to someone who's a Christian. And I said, yeah, I am, and I'm probably your grandmother's age, your great-grandmother's age. (laughs) Okay, um, hold on. All right, sorry about that. Um, For those of you that were unmuted, if you could start eight again, we'll try this again, see where the noise is coming from.
Hello? Um, yeah, hey. Hey. Okay, I'm, I'm, uh, there's a lot of people that had, um, wanted to respond to you apparently, and I'm opening these, you know, all these lines one at a time, so just, uh, Yeah, I wanted to respond. <clears throat> Hi, Billy. This is Nancy in Texas. And uh, when I found FFCHS probably about five years ago or so, it was very comforting to me to realize that here I am in Texas and exactly what I was going through, which I thought I was all alone in the world with the craziness with the neighbors and the police and all the false allegations and definitely being drugged and uh, all kinds of horrible things happening. but um just realize that it is happening throughout the world there's a conference uh in europe that's coming up and uh it's worldwide and so this is just a phenomenon to know you know it's nice to know that we're not alone and uh, we are usually pretty spread out that's the problem but um there's the noise again Anyway, but um, yes, there are going to be infiltrators, there are going to be perpetrators, but just um, use your discernment. And uh, like Don in Oregon was saying, you can kind of hear in their voices sometimes. People usually have a tail or they give themselves away, and you just know not to take those people seriously and to um, gravitate towards those that are genuine TI so you can get some support and know that you're not alone. And uh, just wanted to assure you that yes, people from all over the United States are on these calls. Um, it's not it's not a big um, hoax or anything like that. Hi, Billy. Morning again. Uh, I, we got cut off about the time I was uh, starting to talk. I did. I have tried to call you several times and have not been able to get you. But you're in my prayers, and I will keep trying. Okay. Well, I appreciate that, ma'am, and I'm sorry. I did receive your messages. I. I apologize for not calling back, and I've just, I'll be honest with you, you know, I just, uh, um, one of, uh, you know, just coincidences, you know, I, I, coincidences Mm -hmm. drive me nuts, and, um, when there's coincidences, it's like, uh, I just get frustrated, and I get to where, you know, I think, oh, well, just like what I was telling, talking about, I think everything's fake, you know. I, it's like, oh, it's even real. No, most likely it's a, it's a bunch of garbage, you know. It ain't real. It ain't true. Somebody acting like they, you know, like they really care. And uh, I have, I have, I believe strongly that there's those, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I'm, I'm a sinner and, um. But I do love my father. I do love his son, my savior. And uh, but there's those that, I mean, I, I that will just, you know, just lie. And I mean, act like they're act like they're they're Christians and and just really, I mean, just really put it act. So so unbelievably great, you know. I mean, deserve an Academy Award, and and um, then 
they're not. You know, yeah. they're not. They're not legitimate. They're not. You know, I mean, that's what I believe. You know, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, and it just, it's just so frustrating that, I mean, that's just how I how I feel. But yes. Well, don't worry about calling me back because it's hard. My phone. My friends get mad at me because they can't get me. But I just want to tell you, uh, God. Jesus knows exactly who the right people are. He knows what's in your heart, and he's the one who judges who's a Christian and who isn't. But anybody can take that label. So, um, you know, we just have to be real discerning about it when we when we talk to people. And there are good people out there. They don't have to be Christians. There are good people who aren't Christians out there. So um, I'll try to get in touch with you, though, this week. Hang okay. in there. Okay. These people have declared war against the people in a in in a covert way with their with their weaponry and their poisons and whatnot and all their tricks and traps. So um, they haven't declared it publicly. It'll never come out on the news. It's not going to come out on mainstream. So you know this is all you got, man. Even if you put all their tricks and traps online, it's going to be it's going to be erased. Okay. Okay. Look like from our team. Uh, hello, Neil. Okay, um, Neil hasn't. Uh, that hasn't. That wasn't Neil. Uh. That was. That wasn't Neil. Neil's on the line, but that wasn't him. Oh, I thought that was him. Uh, but he'll. Uh, he might join in. There are a lot of people that want to respond to you, um, uh, Billy. Well, we're, so, uh, I, we're having a noise issue. I'm trying to uh, to do this one at a time, actually, because. Hello, it's Neil. Oh, oh hi, Neil. Hi, how's it going? Yeah, Neil. Um, yeah, there's Neil. If you want to ask him something. Yeah. Um, Neil, I was going to ask you, uh, like, have, um, I remember you saying that you were familiar with, um, around here where I'm, where I live, and, um, give you, like, a coincidence that makes me, I'm just curious, have you ever, (laughs) excuse me, Have you ever uh, done any, are you in the medical field by any chance? I know you talk kind of medically, and um, I was just wondering, by any chance are you in the uh, 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 medical, any type of medical field, uh, uh, whether it be psychological or? No, I'm just a, a researcher. Uh, I went through Lyme disease and a bug found in the Gulf War. That's also found in fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue cases, and other things. And so it caused me to have to do a lot of research to save my life. So I'd probably fall more into the alternative medicine category, for lack of a better term. I call it real medicine because it works. Because, um, yeah. Well, you got to get a state of mind, and you got to realize that 
it's worth investing in intimidating us. But if we just, we just stop being intimidated, then it gives them no power, and they'll stop doing that because it's not cost-effective. They won't put their money into that. And protect yourself in every way you can while you're sleeping because that's a third of your life if you get eight hours. Because I had uh, went to, yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. So you you ever do any um, any work for, uh, like, um, disability? Because I went to, disability sent me to get an evaluation, uh, like I guess they do everyone. One. A mental evaluation. And... and you look, 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 psychological doctor to get evaluated for disability um not for medical not for psychological reasons but i guess they make everybody go to get an evaluation if you go for disability for whatever right and and the doctor that i had seen uh looks like you and um sounds like you and so, I, you know, that's why I was asking if you did any work for, you know, uh, disability, if you were, you know, no, in the not at all. field. I'm, I'm a mechanic and a house builder and an electrician and a musician. Oh. Is that a musician? Is that a musician? Somewhere between Crosby, Stills, and Nash and Pink Floyd. Okay, what instruments you play? Oh, I play guitar. Uh, if you want to hear six songs that I have recorded on YouTube, it's at Merlin 22. Spell Merlin? It. It's Merlin M-U- 22? Did you say that one more time? It's M-U-R-R, like per, L-I-N, 22. On YouTube. On YouTube. There's a song called Ways of Darkness for T.I.s. And there's one called Lost in Space that I'd love anybody to listen to. It's just a song that came out. I'd like to get some uh, input on it. And there's a few instrumentals on there and a couple more. Are you on Facebook? I am, but I don't have time for it. Because uh, I'll listen, I'll listen to it, and uh, um, you know, I'll let you know something on your Facebook or something. That's probably the only way I could get in. Or, or just make a comment on YouTube. <clears throat> I can't. Well, that's the thing. I can't because my YouTube account uh, has been hacked and everything too. I. I haven't had email for I don't even know how long because they 
got me messed up with I can't even get get on my email, and that goes the same with my uh, YouTube account. That's how messed up they got. Up they got the prosecution's case. Yeah, you know, yeah, on, you the know computer, on the computer thing, for anybody who's running XP, um, if you use Firefox as your browser and use ESATNOD32 for your antivirus, I've been through five computers in 15 years. I don't have... I don't have... You'll have less problems. Stay away from Google Chrome. Anything Google is just part of a too interconnected network that's not in our best interest. So what's the best? Hello. 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 Hi. May I ask someone a question about a young lady that came to my home that I'm very concerned about that is targeted? Uh My name is Connie Marshall. I live in Louisville, Kentucky, and I'm targeted also. I have not been on the call for a while. But I had a young lady come to my house the other day uh, from uh, seeing my website. And when she came in, she told me she was targeted worse than what I was, so she read about what I was going through. This young lady told me that they made her cut her stomach and she didn't feel a thing when she did it. She said she felt like she was just not there. She said she cut her stomach open, she sliced her arm, and she said she took a knife and she was banging her head up against the knife. Very attractive young lady. She has children. Her mother has her children. She has no history of mental illness is what she told me. She looked like she was scared to death when she came to my house. She told me that they took her to a hospital. And she said when they took her to the hospital, she says now she feels things in her stomach going down into her uterus, things moving around. She says she also feels something up our heart. And she told me, she said, Connie, she says there's something that's around all the time. And when she said that, I asked her, I said, are you talking about the beam? I said, because I videotaped the beam that comes down, you know, from these things and, you know, track those. I I have those on videotape. She said, no, it's not that. She said, since they've done that to me, she said, no no matter where I go, there's something surrounding me, like a field or something. And, uh, you know, I just don't know what to tell her. You know, I really fear for her, and I don't know what to tell her. She's married. Uh, she left her husband once. She's back with her husband because she's become to the point where she doesn't have money to go anywhere else. Uh, he walked in on her in the bedroom with things over her head, trying to shield herself. Uh, and she said she was crying. I told her she had to stop the crying because they've taken her children. Her mother has her children. And she, he told her the next time he finds her like that, he's going to have her committed. So I don't know what to do, you know, to help this girl. I tried to call her tonight. And when I tried to talk to her tonight, she told me, she said, it feels like something, uh, chemicals in my head, something uh, uh, some type of chemical they're putting in my head. I asked her how she was, and then we were cut off, and I was not able to call her back. Uh, I called her house number. Her husband answered. He's much older than her. She's only, I think, 40, and he's 70 or something. He's ex-military, and uh, he said that she was throwing up, and she told him to tell me she was all right, and I haven't heard back from her, and I just don't know what to do. I really fear for her. And you should, Connie. Uh, what she's going through is is something that um, it's extreme. And what they're doing is they're it's 
complete mind control, and she has to break free from it. She, you need to explain to her exactly what mind control is, and don't be afraid to, and they're channeling her. That's a little bit different than the actual weapons. Um, that is being done by people around her. That, that's old, old channeling is what's going on with her, and they will kill her. They will literally kill that girl. I just don't know what to do for her. I really don't, and she looks like she's scared to death. And she should be. They will kill her. Her husband is actually Is she near like a base? 70, and she's is she only near? about 40. Is she near a base? Uh, no, I don't believe so. What's, uh, a, what's around her? Uh, I don't know exactly where she lived. Her mother lives close to me, but I don't know exactly where she lives. She just popped up at my house, and uh, she just told me she'd seen my website, and she looked up my address, and she found me and came to my house, and she did, says she just didn't know what to do, and she looked you, like she was you, scared to death. She did said you these see things are moving around her? in my stomach. She said they move around in her stomach and in her uterus. And she says right. uh, uh, they're also moving around something in her heart. She says she doesn't know if one of these things has gotten loose and went to her heart, but she feels something up by her heart sometimes. And she says everywhere she goes, she said it's not the bean thing. It's not the bean. No, she said, no it's different. not. She said it's right. something around her like a force field. Did you see any scars on her? Uh, no, I didn't want to intrude on her like that. She was trying to make her stomach move while she was sitting on my sofa. But, of course, they're not going to do that while I'm watching. But I didn't right. see her scars. I didn't ask her. I didn't okay, try to well, intrude on her in that way. Uh, all right, that's the first thing you need to do, though. Look to see if she has scars. Okay. Look to, uh, look to see if it is true. And, and I'm not invalidating any of it. Right. But what I'm saying is you want to make sure that the person that comes to your home, they do have scars and they do have those marks on them. Okay. That would be the first thing I would do. Right. And then find out where she lives, what's around her, what's what's in that area. She's She's got people that are around her, like Sheila, like they were saying earlier, what Sheila is doing. She's got people around her that are doing that same thing. Oh, and... And and she should be scared because they will kill her. And I have another question, if I can ask very quickly about myself. Uh, I went to bed one night back in June, and I woke up and I had these puffs in between my eyebrows and my eyes. And I know I'm getting older, but puffs don't show up between your eyebrows and your eyes uh, overnight. And I felt something go down the side of my face by one of my uh, by my left eye. And then I can feel puffs going through these puffs from time to time, mainly on the left side. Has anybody experienced that? And then sometimes I feel something in my eyes or burning in my eyes. Has anyone Hello? experienced that? Hello? Hello? Yes, I'm still here. Would yeah. anybody know what that would be, or has anybody? Yeah, it's, it's, when you, when your brain repairs, you're going to get it. When when you get hit with the weapon, you're going to get it. So you can't tell if it's going in or coming out. So unless you have a meter and you knew your previous attacks happened and all that, you won't know if it's healing or if it's a, a recent uh, exposure. 
Well, as no, I we're at really great to tell. As I stated, this happened in June. I went, woke up, and I had these puffs. And even my daughter noticed, and she said, Mother, what's wrong with your eyes? Your eyes are puffed. You know, and it just happened. Well, that, that could be kidney, uh, uh, po- you know, your kidneys, something. You know, it happens in your kidneys because they're the weakest link in your uh you know, in your filtration of, of poisons and uh, lymph system. Now, I have felt I have felt pulses going through too, mainly on the left side, through the the the. Yeah, because I- radiation poisoning is like this. You know, although the weaponry isn't that heavy, unless you've been hit in a medical situation, it's usually just ELF, and you know, it's just repeated over and over, and mm-hmm. and the whole thing is made to confound you anybody it, it can confound anybody <clears throat> you really have to get a meter to start and and like that lady or barbara wears long sleeve heavy jackets heavy hat and preferably as big as sunglasses or glasses you can get to protect right. as much of your and especially those wraparounds are the best the more they wrap around you know the better and uh keep them clean and just wear them every time you go out and have your uh, meter. Uh, just you, you test your meter on the inside of your house, so you get, you know, you you have to wait till it stabilizes after your static goes into the meter. So they always take two or three seconds to warm up, so to speak. <clears throat> you know, get 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 familiar with it and keep it. You know, have a big pocket so you can hide it, so you don't have to. You know, and, I know, recommend everybody get a lock for the inside of their door. Master lock makes a stick. You can put it on the inside of your door to keep these people out because they've got bump keys that can open any door lock. They can pick locks. They can open any door. They can take windows right off. I recommend you lock your windows and get a master lock stick for your door. It's like 20 to $30. You can get it at Walmart or Target or any hardware store. It keeps them out, at least when you're sleeping. You can't do it from the outside, but you can do it from the inside because they will creep in every chance they get and do all kinds of stuff. Right. Once they get in, it takes you months to find out what they did because you can't see it. You can't see these gels. You'll never see them. It may take months just for them coming in for 30 or 40 seconds. you got to have your your doors and windows secured. Right. And, yeah, get your landlord to, you know, buy the lock and have him install it or something, but get it in there. You can't even trust your landlord, but um, I recommend everybody get a master lock stick for the inside of your door. At least when you're sleeping, you can protect yourself because they can put chips in anybody in less than a minute, less than 30 seconds. They can dump stuff on your head, polymers, whatever. I recommend everybody get a match lock stick for the inside of your door to keep these people out. And the police have the even in daytime, nighttime, doesn't matter. The police have the weapon. And if he's an older uh, military guy, then then he's he's due for killing. They kill those guys because they don't want him collecting money. So they probably have operators getting rid of old military people because they don't want her, his pension going to her or something. But they're cutting. That's what I think it is because she has a three-year-old child by him. Yeah, so they're probably trying to eliminate something. You know, there's some money somewhere, and mm-hmm. and uh, they probably enlisted the police in her targeting. Is Neil still on here? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, Neil. Um, can you please tell me that product since they keep blocking where I cannot go to a doctor? 
Uh, you had told me before about um, something I can get for my thyroid because I've needed thyroid medication for over 20 years, and I can't get it now because they won't let me see the doctor. Yeah, it's called Vitrofen. Can you spell that? T-H-Y-T-R-O-P-H-I-N. Let me read that back. Um, P-H-Y-T-R-O-P-H-I-N. Uh, the first letter is T is in Tom. I'm so sorry. Okay. <laughs> and that makes the, more sense. The brand is Standard Process Labs. Okay. Thank you and so much. You, you can get it on Amazon yeah. or okay. eBay probably. Compare prices, okay. look around. It, it's a pretty sure. exclusive company, though. It's uh, glandular products that are actually freeze-dried from organic cows. It's it's. Glandular. That's what I need is actual gland because I was taking Armour Thyroid, which is, um, you know, natural uh, thyroid. And uh, like I said, they will not let me get any medical treatment anywhere. They ha- they send agents in and sabotage everything. It's incredible. They just want me to die off. You need to increase your iodine with kiwi vegetables help with that. That's right. And if if you take some iodine and you put it on your arm or your thigh and then watch like in three minutes if it looks yellowish or completely gone, then you really need iodine. Right. Yeah, I'm familiar with the iodine connection for sure. It gives you You an idea that you need it. And if you have parasites, your body apparently uses the iodine to kill the parasites instead of it getting to the thyroid. So you end up hypothyroid, which is underactive. That's what I learned in saving my life. Yeah. Because I had thyroid, you know, low thyroid from a bad infection. And and, um, for anybody who doesn't know, um, Connie was talking about that really extreme case and there is some demonic interdimensional stuff going on too. And I've seen proof of uh, getting rid of some of that stuff is a help. Um, So for anybody who's inclined, there's a book called what witches don't want Christians to know. And this is a story. The author wrote the story and she went through hell for about 15 years and she figured it out and found ways to empower herself. So it really is uh, an empowering book with some good first-hand information in it. It's on Amazon. And as far as the thing in Connie's eye, um, I will just mention that there are body implants that can release drugs. I don't know if they'd go far enough to use that kind of technology. But I've been through the eyes burning uh, thing too. And puffy eyelids, some say that if you drink baking soda to get more alkaline or kill heartburn, uh, that it can pull up in your eyelids, but it would be a a gradual buildup, not something that just happened real fast. I would I would look for cosmetic grade scars and and use your uh, your meters, Connie, and see if you pick up any kind of signals around that area when you feel it. 
doing what it's doing. Okay. That's Which just I don't my... have a meter, but I will look at it. thought you did. Even a CC308, I mean, it's really a cheapo little thing for 12 bucks on Amazon, but uh, if you turn it up to where it just goes tick, tick, tick real slow, and then you aim that antenna uh, towards the things you're looking for, some days I can see where the implants are on my body, and some days I can't. So for those who don't know, don't have an anticipatory thought, if you can help it, that you're going to go pick it up and look for stuff. What's your email address? It's electric rose, like the flower, 22. Give that to me one more time, please. Electric mm-hmm. rose. Okay. R- 22 at Yahoo. Electric rose 22 at Yahoo.com? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to send you an email. Okay. Um, I would like to, um, there were a lot of people that were lined up to comment to Billy. Um, let's see. Let me just ask first. Billy, you still there? Yes. Um, well, I would say uh, one of the things that you need to kind of recognize is that um, the perps, they they kind of prime people to where they lose all trust in everything. And that sounds like that's the place you're at. And uh, and that's what they call paranoia. Uh, we have fear of just about everything, and you have no trust. And that seems to be where where you're at. And the perpetrators kind of um, edge GIs to that, to that point. And it's it's fear based, and um, when you receive help, you're afraid to take it, and that kind of thing, and that can be very destructive. So kind of aware of that, and uh, at some point, you're going to have to learn to trust. Um, anyway, that's all I want to say about that. Um, and there's some people that want to comment to you further. Thank you. Excuse me. Hi, is Connie still on the line? Hello? Hi, Derek, this is Tanya. Yeah. Oh. Is, is Connie still on the line? Yes. Okay, Connie. Hi, um, I'm Tanya, and I'm good friends with Millicent. I'm pretty sure you know Millicent Black from Tennessee. Yes, um, yes it sounds like you have, we have similar issues, um, and I found that I actually have nanofibers um, in my body, I actually um, went for a facial, a microcurrent facial, and the first thing the uh, esthetician asked me was, she said, do you have metal in your face? If you do, um, you will feel shocks. And so I said, no, I don't think so. And in less than 10 minutes, I felt shocks from this microcurrent facial. I had it near my eyes. And so um, they call it more gel. They call it nanowires, nanofibers. But pretty much what they're using is a happy technology 
and they're seeding. They're literally guiding these through the rain. So if you can, uh, please can, um, set up an appointment with Dr. Rowden from Alabama. Um, he has tested uh, Morgellons and, and these particular fibers. Um, I'm not sure if you know Asia Lane. Uh, but Dr. Rowden, he is an ex-talking doctor in, uh, what is it, Florence, Alabama. OSHA's Garden is, uh, is the name of his facility, but check with Millicent because you just might be dealing with nanofibers, and if that's the case, um, you know, you can try chelation, pulse therapy, but there's a website called bariumblues.com, and they talk about different therapies to, for the removal of nanofibers. Um, so, you know, check with Millicent, but also check bariumblues.com and see if you can set up an appointment with Dr. Rowley. What's that, what's that website? What's that? Um, you know, bariumblues.com. Bariumblue.com? Blues. Bariumblues.com with an F, yes. Can you spell it? B-A-R, how is she saying it? I'm sorry, hello? Could you spell it? I want to make sure it's, it's correct. Okay, yes. B-A-R. Hello? Yes, hello? What is she saying, Derek? I can hear you clear. Can you hear me? I can hear you, but I can't make it. I only hear I hear B-A-R. Okay, B as in boy. A as in apple. R as in Robert. I as in igloo. U, M as in Mary. Uh-huh. Blue, B L U E S dot com. So that's barium blue. Are you saying B as in dog? B as in berry. No, barium barium blues dot com. Correct. Yes, that's correct. And yeah, but if you read on Morgellons, they will talk about various. Um, Therapies like ozone therapy, pulse therapy, um, optical treatments, but also if you work with Dr. Rowden, he can uh, do like a pH test. You know, like he will actually do a particular test that will find certain particles on your body. So if it's on your face, let him know. Yeah, I need that because I got that. I have that also, that Margallans. Um I'm Carolyn Jones uh, from Louisville also, and I have all the scars, and I'll be tearing this stuff off my arm, you know, and it'll be on my face, uh, and I know it's there. And uh, I got a remedy from a guy on, uh, I believe he was on Facebook, and he uh, uh, said to take some grape juice. You know how you can tell if you have them also, is take grape juice and swiss it in the mouth for about two or three minutes. And then spit into the cup, and you'll see all the little black specks from the little wiring, you know, from the more gallons of being that juice. And it works, too. So, yeah, I, I would. Yeah, that's, if it's on the, it's, that's if it's on, you know, the, under the surface of the skin. But sometimes the fibers can be really deep within the veins. Like they deep. found it by x-ray in my chest. So mm-hmm. fibers can run really deep. So. If that's the case, there's so much tests. You can do a live blood analysis. You can also check with 
you know, see if you can have a demography. Mm. If you want to show is if there is inflammation, there should be a reason. But also, you can also check with your dermatologist. See if you can find a dermatologist that understand understands vein irritation or you know the irritation of the skin. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Mm, yeah, Anya, okay. did you say wires in your lungs? Because um, I saw that in uh, my x-rays. Yeah, I have that in my x-ray. They wouldn't even give me the results. What happened was I, I was I was headed to the restroom, and I accidentally ran into the direction where I could see my x-rays on, on the screen, and there were wires in my chest. Exactly. You're the only yeah. other person I've heard say that. But what happened with me was when I went to the doctor, I wanted to see the chest x-rays because um, I just went in for bronchitis, and usually you don't have to have chest x-rays for that. But um, anyway, so when I wanted to see the x-rays, he got very, very nervous. And so he was nowhere to be found, but two women came, and they seemed very nervous. And they took me into the room and just immediately were like, we can't tell you anything. Anything that you see on these x-rays, we cannot tell you anything. And they were like, you know, their hands, they were like wringing their hands. And I was like, well, this is odd. Why are they acting so strangely? And uh, that's exactly what I saw. I saw wires in my lungs. So what is up with that? Well, there, see, the thing is, um, the government tends to, you know, they're not giving us accurate information about this. Can I interject something just one moment and you go right back to what you're talking about because it's totally fascinating. But I, I really wanted to let you guys know they're talking about harp and mind control and it's being used on the unwitting public on History 2 channel right now. It just started 10 minutes ago. Oh, I can't freaking believe it. Yeah, they're they're actually discussing it and discussing how it's done in secret by the government, et cetera, et cetera. So here we go, folks. Well, being used for mind control, and he's explaining how it's used, and it's friggin' incredible. It's coming from the ground, too. Anyway, uh, so if you want to tune in, I'm going to go back to it. And thank, I'm really sorry for interrupting. Keep Go back to the wires in the lungs. That's fascinating. Well, I'll be brief. I've done some research, and I found that um, the information concerning uh, the adverse effects of nanomaterial is available in a booklet form. It's actually a large book. Um, it's so expensive that each chapter is actually $32.20. Uh, the book is called The Adverse Effects of Nanomaterial on the Human Body. Now, if you are familiar with OSHA or NIOSH, you should check their website. And if you research occupational exposure to nanotechnology, they're pretty much sharing ways to extract nano only with those who are exposed to the nanotechnology that actually work for the government. So if you look up occupational exposure to nanotechnology, you will find that they're sharing private information with the employees about certain filters like HEPA filters, ultra filters, um, ways to go about removing certain um, ways to remove the nano wires out of their chest um, they're, they're consulting respiratory therapists because this is highly toxic and this is against our, um, you know, there is a Clean Air Act bill. And, I, you know, I didn't get a chance to mention this. We should add that in our info pact because once someone understands that this is not just a technology that harms us physically, but it, will, it does affect 
the whole United States. We have a Clean Air Act bill. There is something called a toxic tort, you know, toxic tort law, which prevents, you know, these particles, payloads, sensors for being dispersed. And if we can present that to our city officials and say, this is dangerous to our environment, our children, our home, and this is what can happen. I mean, they're not sharing the information with the public, but if you do look up occupational exposure to nanotechnology, you can find information of how they are guiding. Actually, there are guidelines for the employees for the removal of these sensors. They're not sharing this with the public because nanosensors are in everything. So even your perps are exposed to the same exact, uh, I would say, fibers, particles that you are. It's just that those sensors are not activated. But if you check with the website, uh, it's called NanoWork, N-A-N-O-W-E-R-K. NanoWork is an international database, okay? So it, it doesn't give information just about Who's you know? It just gives you basic information. It tells you that 565 universities in the U.S. are participating with the research of this technology. 35 major laboratories, and they share with you the few research groups that are working towards the removal of these sensors. Or you know, they they will self-replicate in the body, so they can be seated in your eyes your veins, your arms, you can feel them all over. You know, Morgellons is just a fake name, just like fibromyalgia. They created these false Ill illnesses because they know if the public were to find out the truth, I mean, we would, of course, they, they would be an outcry. But, again, look up the occupational exposure to nanotechnology, and you will find out uh, what they're sharing with their own employees and not with the American public. Okay, so does it say how to actually remove the wires? Yes. On on well, for the book, the adverse and I haven't been able to purchase all of the um the the PDF files, but if you look up the adverse effects of nano material on the hu on the human body, they have a particular chapter that talks about both testing and ways to um, go about having the removal. Now, this is the strange thing. They don't use words like remove, extract. They have certain scientific terms that they use. For instance, you would think, okay, well, I can feel the wires in my body. They use terms like seeding. So they don't use remove, extract, because if you go on Google, of course, and you put remove nanosensors from body, you, will, you, you won't find anything. So they have certain terms that I'm going to be very honest with you. My computer crashed when I found the terms, and so right now I'm just in the process of having my computer fixed. But I, I, I noticed that there were several terms that they utilized. Instead of break down or, or remove, extract, I think, that, I think the only word I remember was dilute. Dilute. Okay. Okay, um, say it again. You said adverse. Are you saying effects the, or effects? The adverse. A. Okay. Effects of nanomaterial. The, the adverse effects of nanomaterial on the human body. And I think it's about there's there are about four authors. You can you can purchase each each chapter by itself. The chapter's probably thirty two dollars and twenty cents. Very interesting. Thank you. You're the only no one I've ever heard of talk about this. <laughs> 
N-A-N-O-W-E-R-K.com. And, Neil, this, this website is pretty interesting because you can actually find – I'm going to be very honest with you, Neil. You can track a particular nano sensor. They will give you every name from graphite, graphite, you know, every type of nano. They will tell you what nano – MIT is working on. They will tell you what what Nano Duke is working on. They will give you the type of I would say just what what they're doing is they're giving you an international database. You know who in India, Bangladesh, uh, London, Germany. You know every aspect of this type of um, research. But this is what I always say when you're researching about your own targeting, research the legal aspects of the use. That's how you'll, you'll find out the most accurate information. If you just put nanowires to destroy humans, you won't find anything. But if you put nanowires in technology today or in medical technology today, you will find the most accurate information. And if you were to ever contact someone from a university, that's how you would approach them. Hey, I'm interested in knowing more about this nanotechnology. I heard you can use it in paint. But if you say you're targeted, they just won't answer your questions. But I found that a few of us are dealing like Jami and I with body modification. I think Dee Dee Hall in California as well. Body modification, tissue regeneration, and they're using nanosensors. And the only, um, I would say, university or, or institution I found that have something similar that would allow for tissue re- regeneration is coming from MIT. And I attended the Boston University. So Boston University was like, I mean, I could walk to MIT from where I was. So I'm not sure if MIT is my part of my programming, but it's, it, it was just interesting to find out that they have certain nanosensors that can alter the body weight. Hey, excuse me. Hello? Yes. Hey, I, I have a question in regards to, um, like, the Steven, Steven Johnson syndrome. I have a relative that was diagnosed with it, and she's currently fighting for her life right now. I, I, and, and I want—I I just decided to bring up this topic on a call because, like, due to her, like, her illness, she was she used to always complain about like children inside of the house, inside of her home, outside her bed. She used to always tell people to tell them to be quiet when there wasn't nobody around. So she was being hit with, I I, I believe, like a psychological weapon where she thought children was around her before her own illness has gotten severe, like very, very severe. The doctor did something, like they gave her, they claimed they gave her a medication and her body had a negative effect and it burnt all of her insides. So so, so she was burnt from the inside out. So they, they, they took her to, to the burnt unit to try to sh- scrape, scrape what they can. But, but right now she's kind of like at the breaking point where they're saying like they can't do any more for her. So they want the family to kind of get together to try to basically prepare for, like, her final, like, her last days. How old is she? She's in her, I, I believe, like, she's in her, probably, like, around her 70s. And what did they say that she had? 
she was diagnosed as having Stevens Johnson syndrome. I've never heard of that. Yeah, that is uh, caused by antipsychotic medications. It's a side effect. They saying like it's a life-threatening skin condition in which cell that causes the epi- epidermis to separate from the ERMIF der- dermis. The syndrome is thought to be a hypersensitive complex that affects the skin and the mucous membranes. And she was probably, she she probably, um, if she was hearing voices and she was seeing stuff, that's, yes. probably, that's probably what's called V2K, is yes. when they do, really when they do right, when they do projection of voices. And they can also do, do imagery at the same time. And they yes. can actually have somebody see, um, it's through subliminal, <clears throat> and what they can do is they can have somebody see images that aren't there. And yeah, I'm I'm, it, I'm familiar with with all of okay. that. I mean, I get the V2K as well, but she, okay. but 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 she wasn't diagnosed as having a, a mental illness. They stated that they gave her some medication to try to treat her gouch, like gouch, gouch medication, and they said okay. that it had a negative effect on her body. So. My take on it is that the doctors maybe have done something wrong or gave her the wrong medication. It's very possible. And they're trying to basically sugarcoat it and make make it a do like it's 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 been going on like she came in kind of late when most of this stuff wasn't going on. I guess they're trying to just trying to cover their cover themselves for for doing something wrong. Well, the, you can you can actually ask to see whoever the power of attorney is for her. They can ask to see all the medications that she's been on. You can you they can research that and they can go back to what medications um, that she's been on since she you know since she started on medications. Yeah, I'm I'm going to ask them about that. Like the family is basically going back and forth to, to the hospital praying over. Trying to hope that everything goes well, but from what the doctors are saying, like they can't do anything else from her, for, for her because it, she's basically on the verge of already being gone. I mean, she's burnt from the inside out. And well, that sounds like a lawsuit because that should not happen, no matter what medication it is. Yeah, that sounds like the family has a lawsuit. Crazy. Is um Neil still still on the call? Is he still there? Mm-hmm. I want to possibly try to speak to him off the call because I'm dealing with something in my engineering class, like Matt Matt formulas. If he could possibly help me with that. But that's all I wanted to do. I mean, my, Neil, my name is Melvin. Yeah, my name is Melvin. Some people know me as Southeast Texas. Like I don't usually call come on the calls quite often. I used to. I kind of have a little busy busy schedule now where I can try to make some time when I can. But I just wanted to come come in to bring that up. Right. I don't know if he's still on the call or not. Derek, are you still there? 
yeah, I'm here. Is there a How are you doing, Derek? Oh, hi, Melvin. Okay, uh, is there a question? Yeah, Melvin wants to talk to Neil. Oh, to Neil. Uh, Neil should be here. He might be away from... Hey, Derek. I can just yeah. email him. I think I still have his email. Oh, is that Carolyn? Yes, how you doing? Oh, hi. I wanted to... Uh, uh, First, ask about the uh, the sensor you said was on um, Amazon. The sensor. Okay, the what? Was it a sensor you were talking about that had on Amazon that you can click it and then aim it? It has a timer. Oh, okay. I don't know who was talking about that. You. I think you call it a C23 or something like that. That was you, Derek. That was no, that was Neil. Oh, I thought that was Derek. He was talking about a C23 sensor. Also, Derek, why are you on the phone? Uh, uh, did you ever uh, get to mail that information out? The information? Um... I am still working on that, and I will get that to you hopefully this week. Okay, I just wanted to know because, you know, we got purpose, you know, around takes my mail and stuff. Oh, okay. You know, so I didn't know if he's still uh, on my, on my uh, to-do list. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, yeah, but uh, if, I, if uh, the guy get on there about the C23 click, uh, you was talking about uh, was telling Connie what she needed to get in order to detect the uh, the uh, uh, implants in your body, and you can uh, detect energy around you. Right, right. Like, there's several there are several meters uh, various yeah. types around. The CC308 is the most uh, affordable, uh, and uh, Neil talks about that sometimes. Uh, for someone that's, that's um, just starting out, that's a very basic one that they could use. Um, it'll mostly show a reaction to the microwaves. It doesn't uh, it doesn't show a frequency number or anything like that, but it will show reaction and strength of a signal. Okay. Well, that, that sounds good right there. I have his email address, Carolyn. Okay, good. I have his email address. Derek, did you hear anything about Carney Wilson's uh, father experiencing auditory hallucinations, hearing people talking to him? Okay. Carney father? Wilson, the singer, her father was in a group, too, Wilson something. Okay. Um who is who is Wilson? Where is she? Where is she? Uh, Carney Wilson. Haven't you heard of a group, Carney Wilson Phillips, or something like that? Um, not that I know. Of. Where there were three girls that used to sing together. Uh, one yeah. of them name was Carney Wilson. She had a talk show for a while, but her father is having auditory hallucinations. Uh, is what they had on. I think he's hearing voices now too. His name is Wilson, and he was with a group also before his daughter's uh, 
at their started their group. He was with oh, the Beach okay. Boys. Yeah, I haven't seen TV in in number of years. Okay, they do attack you through your television set too. I know you know that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Your tele your television, um, your computer monitors, everything. They can attack you through your um uh through the grid system, the electricity that comes into your home. Right. That is my control. So just about everything. I didn't tell you, but we're actually going to be doing a presentation at the library. We're still working on it. Uh, we have a room that holds about 140 people. It's going to be the second week of October. I don't have the date in front of me, but David and Curlin and myself will be discussing that tomorrow. And what we kind of wanted to do, we're going to be talking about uh, the Space uh, Preservation Act and the resolution that was passed in uh, Richmond, California. And we're going to be trying to do uh, what I would like to do. I haven't discussed with them yet, is doing some little skits, you know, uh, such as having someone uh, talking to themselves because they hear somebody talking to them and a friend coming up and asking who they're talking to or somebody's uh, radio getting knocked out, you know, just little skits in between talking about the patents and what happened in California and that sort of thing. So, you know, a lot of people can also uh, uh, use their rooms at their libraries for free to do presentations regarding different things because, as I stated, this room holds 140 people. You know, it's set up like a like an auditorium, and they also let you use their uh, projectors and things like that. So we're making an appointment to speak with them sometimes next week on the setup of the room. But the room has been reserved for us, and of course, we're going to present it very carefully. Wow. Is this Connie talking? Yes. Okay, great. And we'll be giving out flyers, you know, to have people come. One thing about the library, whenever you have anything there, it has to be open to, you know, the public. So it will be open to the public for anybody that wants to come, and we will be giving out flyers before that date. Okay. Uh, that should be interesting. Let me know how that, uh, you know, how well attended that is. Uh, well, we'll that's be very careful a... because I know what happened with Tyrone too. So we're going to be very careful in our presentation. Oh uh, well, you probably won't have to worry about there at the library. Well, I hope not. <laughs> no, because you're not alone. They they do those kinds of things when we're isolated. Right, you're right. You're right. Uh, have you guys, uh, did you guys do a lot of advertising for this? We're going to. We're going to give out flyers and start doing something around the middle of the month. As you know, our money is, is uh, kind of short, so we're going to start, you know, closer to the event as far as advertising. Okay, that that might be good. Uh, also, be sure to include um, activist groups, human rights groups, civil rights groups, and things like that. Right. I have a fax machine, so I can get faxes out, emails, all of those things. So that's a very good idea.
Another thing that Carolyn and I are experiencing, I don't know if anybody else has experienced this, is we're getting light uh, bleached out circular marks on our body. Is anybody else getting that all over their Absolutely. bodies? Absolutely, yeah. When they were holding me in the jail cell, that's when it started. Um, yes. And then I showed the doctor, and um, then I never was able to see that doctor again because I said my skin was flawless before. And right. um, I have that, and, and it's multiplying. I'm getting a lot of them now. Right. Um, I'm in my 40s. It looks like I'm in my 90s on my forearms. Right. I've got them all over me, too, and I'm older than Curl, and I thought it was because of age, but Curlin's younger than me, and she has them, too. Like your your skin color is gone, and you've got these bleached-out spots. Yeah, I got them, too. Exactly. Those yeah. are those Holocaust rooms, I think. They're, they're getting you in your... Uh, where you're meeting with your doctor and those are in your conferences with your doctor generally. And those, what I found were um, those teams that come in and take the place of your doctor and uh, that, and they put you in a Holocaust room basically. Uh, and and, and it, does, it ages you? your arms because your arms, it, it reaches real deep into your arms whereas your main part of your body, it doesn't, or, or they're focusing on your hands and arms. I don't know if that's from applying for welfare, you know, uh, state, social uh, dis- you know, disabilities or what, but uh, they can lure you in with that. And then, uh, but, yeah, I saw my the doctor ducking around, then he completely disappeared off the map, and I, they say he goes up north, and so he's... They get in on your appointment, and it looks like everything's normal, and, uh, yeah, they blast you, you know. And I had perfect skin, too, and then all these holes, dips in my skin appeared and scabs on my head, and uh, and then they destroyed my hearing. So, yeah, they're very skilled at getting you confident that these people are legitimate, but they're they're just, uh, you know, they you, a Judas goat puts you in your appointment, and and then they hit you with the weaponry, and you don't know it for months and months. And uh, But you have to eliminate all other, you know, as they say, you know, whatever's left after you eliminated everything else, then, you get, you know, that's what it is. So, yeah, it's, you know, like that, like Beverly said, they come in, um, you know, they, they try to get in on all your appointments into medical and, uh some doctors just don't allow it, and uh, I've had good luck with the Iranian doctors, you know, the Middle Eastern doctors, uh, or, you know, they seem to be a lot more honest, and uh, they're curious because the Hindu doctors will do it. You know, I've found the Hindus are very corrupt because they, they're so naive to believe that the FBI is not an assassination program, but a crime program, where it's just an, the FBI has been trained to assassinate and then use their position as a law enforcement agency to cut to misdirect investigations, you know, away from their own crimes. Right. But you really have to look at these organizations as assassins and not, they're not there to help. They're there to cover up crime. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's complete. Everything's opposite of what you would think it is. <laughs> Doctors are there to cause disease so they can, use you as as a guinea pig for for um selling drugs and and all that and so yeah everything is so complex you know it's you know the more 
you know, it could be your neighbors. It's everything. When once they pull, you know, once your number comes up, they, you, you know, they hit you everywhere. Yes, everywhere they you do. Go. True. They're able to get in. How they get in? They get in through the back doors of these medical facilities, I think, and they just appear out of nowhere. And uh, then they have a handler, and yeah, they use they. If you're Hindu, they use a Hindu to kill you. If you know, if you're very, very religious, they'll bring a religious person in. I mean, it, these they're masters of disguise, and and uh, so nothing is what it seems. It's just. You know, and it's all camouflaged. So, I don't know. That's what I've found. That's why. Well, what do you think these light, white circular marks are? Because we're brown. Curlin's brown skin. I'm brown skin. And we've got white marks, circles on us, where our skin color is going. Right. Yeah, I got one of those. Yeah, yeah. They get your arms. And, uh, yeah, they, they hit you so hard in one area with the microwave or whatever they're using. It could be x-rays. I don't know, but it, they're dips in the skin. And then brown. I have kind of whitish skin, but I, I get tan real easy. But they're real. They're brown marks over uh, where the skin, the top layers of the skin have been eaten out. And that happened right after that appointment. It started. I knew I was hit deeply. Mm-hmm. And and it it ages you by, you know, hundreds of times, you know. uh, Connie, I've heard different theories. I've heard that it can be things that are uh, put into our food, and I've heard that it can be, um, you know, the satellite technology um, targeting us. So nobody really knows for sure what's causing those spots. Well, I saw the guy duck under the uh, desk, and I Don, not all of us even go to a doctor, okay? Not all of us are even able to go to a doctor. So that rules that out for some of us. Well, it could be yes. a meeting with yes. a, a social worker, too. No, I don't see well, a social worker. I don't see one of them either. No, I have to uh, Everything is in the doctor's offices that's happening to us. Yeah, because a lot of us don't go to doctors. Well, right, but I'm just saying that they hit you at every stop, you know, with the, you know, you've heard me a million times they, with the vehicles, and, and then they're putting them in certain stores, and so, yeah. Hey. John, can I say something real quick on the, on the History 2 channel? Um, they were talking about the harp and mind control, and they just interviewed a, a TI. Yeah, well, it's not going to, you know, the revolution, this covert war will never be televised, never. They're going to always misdirect you to some mild form of it. Did, All right, well, the guy's talking about mind control, and they oh, just interviewed the TI. Uh, did they show a name? Did they no, not, they may have, I don't know, but it's a really so far right on. They talked to Dr. Nick Begich. He explained how it makes cyclotronic resonance and it, and it actually magnifies in strength as it, as it gets further away from its source versus other kinds of energy and how it works and how they can aim it anywhere and how they can do all kinds of things with it. And um, it's everything we talk about, basically, and... They're talking specifically about mind control with a TI at this moment. Well, it's a commercial. Yeah, okay, it's it's a uh, yeah, Cheryl Welsh. Cheryl Welsh did one of these. Oh, but we don't crazy. have harp down here in California. That's in Alaska. They're all over the world. They showed them they all over the world. They're in yeah. Japan. They're in everywhere. They're in Russia. They're everywhere, all across the world. Yeah, they and they're using it. 
the real strong stuff that eats your skin is is your local they're, they're the contractors they're CIA or whatever and and they're playing um like they're spies and stuff and and they they come from broke these you know uh where that where they create altars and you know the core personality is destroyed so these people can perp indefinitely um until they release too much information about who what the program is and then they go after them because they don't know all the tricks and traps and you know they're recruiting you know through the foster system taking children away from the mothers and and seeing you know even if they get one out of a hundred to be a Manchurian candidate to them it's worth it plus they're knocking what, down federal John, funding John have you ever considered the fact that a lot of this stuff hitting you could be coming from harm and they're having people mind controlled to run around to act like they're shooting stuff at you I mean just think about it the no, possibility I've had a meter for three years and I can detect within a foot of uh, where if they're hitting me from a hundred feet I can yeah. my meter will I can detect a weapon from, a, you know, within a foot or two of where the where it's coming from with the simple tri-field meter. It's it's so accurate because it has the largest faceplate of any meter, and it's very well, that accurate. That could just be you in your area that they're doing it to, and the people in your area. We're not all getting hit that way. Well, if you don't Karen, have Karen, a meter, how have... would you know? Can I ask Karen? another question? Karen? Yeah. Karen was just in there, right, Karen? Okay. Um, I'm talking about to the show again. They're talking about TARP and, and the targeted individuals right now, so I'm listening. That's okay. what I wanted they, to uh, ask, Karen. They usually Karen. show a name. Try to get a name, Karen. I can know who that is. Is this on TV or is this on the radio? Must be TV, huh? I like to have that doctor's name. Yeah, Karen, can anybody hear me? Yeah, I can yeah. hear you. Hey, uh, Karen, are you there? Well, anyway, in case you can hear me, evidently not. My H2's got something else on it, so if I had the name of that program, I could program search it and maybe find it and record it. Yeah, is it on TV or is it on the radio? Must be TV, huh? H2 yes, she said it's Time on the Warner, history. Cable. Yeah, the History Two channel. It's on right history, now. History History Two or History Channel? History Two. H2 oh, okay. is different, but mine's got Finding Alaska, so it doesn't help me. So it's evidently a location deal. Right. Yeah, she's in California. But it'll probably be on at some point in time if I knew the name of the program. She'll probably be back on after it's over, and can let you know. What? Um, did you catch the name of the doctor she said that I, I guess it was a lady doctor or something that was talking about it Anyway, there. Uh, if you want to know what's going on, there's um, both the uh, investigator and another person they interviewed refer to, uh, and another person 
uh, is re- they are reporting bizarre behavior, uh, anger patterns and behavior in people that are actually end up being in a daze and, and don't even know what's going on, but they act very angry and then also, also got sick. The, the investigator, when they went to HARP, they tried to launch a little drone to spy on HARP, and one of the investigators got violently ill and they had to take him to uh, urgent care. And then they took him to a neuroscientist that taught him biofeedback, and he got rid of it. The neurosurgeon got rid of the behavior patterns. Well, the 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 behavior modification that he learned using the biofeedback, which is basically meditation, basically to slow down the brain, to slow down the breathing. It all basically works. Uh, it got him got rid of his illness immediately, and he feels better. And now they're going back, and they're going this time. They're going to fly a helicopter over Harp. So I'll get back to you in a minute. Yeah, it's basically what we're getting is the form, different forms of radiation poisoning, which affects the the DNA, which is the intelligence that you know keeps the the channel, you know, the electric channels working between cells. And then there's all the the relationship of bacteria and viruses. So it's you know it's, it's very very complex when when radiation poisoning causes 800 diseases directly. How many diseases are in the physician's death reference? Well, there's probably only 2,400. So it affects almost all diseases. So, so this this it may it, it creates infinite complexities. You know, in the short life that we're you know, we're ever shortening of these perps. So, you know, you got to have the meters and and really um, start to you know name names and not not on this call, but at least record and learn how to use common law and you know get standing and and you know start you know getting discovery of, of because if if they've sworn an oath to any at any level to get a license, they have to. Re, you know, give discovery, and and a lot of this has to do with the building managers who are installing this, stuff, who are let, opening their building to these perps to to uh, put the weaponry, you know, close up to the targets, and uh, it's got to be in our environmental engineers or somewhere that pe- whoever's in charge of these buildings that this is going on. These these are worse than the Nazis. Let me tell you, the neo Nazis, yep. Well, we're dealing with the Masons too on this too, you know. You're dealing with ex-military who are trained in electronic warfare, who are stringing this stuff uh, up into rooms, into ceilings, into their garages. They're working with the police. They're working with the corrupt FBI. They're working with all these people that they working with parasites too. Yes, but they, if they kill too much of their host, like this program on TV, people are going to get upset. This is a mild form. They can't go after one individual with harp. They can go after a lot of people and get them angry. Yeah, they can get you angry, but well, they're using up, those. They're using those weaponries directed this, laser yeah, weaponries. Yeah, close weapons so also, what gives the the severe. But they're can I tell you what happened while I'm in the commercial? There yeah, go ahead. They tried to fly near Harp. They couldn't really go over it. Really go over it. And, we're um, unmuted. 
Anyway, and um, their helicopter started to, they lost all the their controls, like haywire, just like the Bermuda Triangle. And uh, they're in the process of crashing at the moment, so, but I'm at a commercial, so I'll let you know. Keep going. Does any, can this I ask a I question? Some of the people coming to your house are your electric company and your telephone company. In my case, it's AT&T and LG&E, and I don't just say that. I have taped them, and they have not had ID, and then I have called the company, and sometimes the company says they didn't send them, and then sometimes they're popping up on my property, and then I catch them here. Now, I'm not just saying this. I've got this posted on my website where they don't have ID. So some of them are your electric Yeah, I've seen people those people in. come in. Like during the perp session, they'll pretend like they're a mechanic and – that's F- I believe that's FBI. Um, they also come when you're not home because I have caught them on my property when I'm not home, and I have reported it. And then when I've contacted the electric company, they didn't send them. You're the one that has a lawsuit against the police department? Or I have something? a lawsuit against the police department. Right. That's at the, yeah. uh, it's at the uh, United States Court of Appeals, and I have a lawsuit against the judge, the prosecutors, and the public defenders that's in the United States District Court. And I'm not playing with them, and I'm not going to let have, anything have go. Have you read any of Carl Lentz or, or Bill Thornton's um, um, on common law? Because you, you, can, you can go right into common law and, and start getting judgments and, and stuff against them. I don't know if you're, you'll get the monetary reward for it, but you may be able to... Keep, keep your standing if you get a little depth of, of common law. Well, I've asked for monetary, and I'm not playing, and I'm not losing. Losing is not an option for me. Good, good. Yeah, I saw some of your – you're amazing. Yeah, that's right. Well, I'm not amazing, but with me and God, honey, I've decided losing is not an option, so I'm going to take it as far as I can take it and then continue to take it because I have stuff out at the USDOJ, the IACHR, and the United Nations also. So I'm not playing. Good for you. Good. Good. Yeah, yeah, they got an eight point four million dollar billion dollar budget. The just the FBI. So you can imagine if you multiply them by you know, they're probably five, ten times that many that are getting a budget like that or more, you know, that that they can just scatter them all over. And yeah, they yeah. oh no. Was that for, like, the lady that was talking about that? Was that uh, because of a... Uh, well, once you go after the police, you're on the enemy's list. And they, because the police are deputized by the the feds, the local That's police. not what I was going to ask her. I wasn't going to ask her that, okay? I wasn't going to ask her that. What I was trying to ask her is... Is that because of it being that they brought her into court illegally in that? Yes, they did. And I have appealed that case also. That case is in state court. It's on appeal. But it has some federal issues in it also. So if it doesn't come out in state, I'm crossing over to federal. I'm not playing with them. And it's not an option. Okay, And I also found out on my recordings that uh, one of the prosecutors here, his name is Matthew Welch, uh, he most recently tried to fix a case for two police officers for, for one of them's daughters 
uh, who should have lost her license that was in the newspaper. And he is the same prosecutor that I was told to take all my copies to when I took stuff to the uh, county attorney's office. So he's the same prosecutor I took everything to. But even more so than that, I have them on recording saying that Matthew Welch, that's his name, they're saying Matthew Welch uh, came up with this fabricated document that was placed in my case. I don't know if you all really know my case or not, but they placed a fabricated document, defamatory document in my case, and stated it was from my neighbors, and it said that I was running up and down the street spitting on cars, and I was banging signs, and please do something about this lady. She's a danger to our neighborhood or something or other, they said. My neighbors didn't send that letter. It was an unsigned letter. The letter had the fax number of the county attorney's office at the top. And if you know anything about sending the fax, it has the fax number of the person who sent the fax, yeah, which meant they sent the fax to themselves. So and then it also has the time of it, too. Pardon me? It'll also have the time, the clock time, too, that it was. Right. Well, it didn't have the time. It did not have the cover sheet, but it had had their fax number, which they admitted to. They took this this fabricated document, and they ordered a 504 for me, though I did not fit fit the criteria. So I'm kicking butt, and I'm not playing. Connie, I have a question for you. One thing that you really had going for you, you're very blessed, is you had a lot of support. Is any of that support falling by the wayside, or are they still standing by you? Uh, Well, I do have support. Uh, People know me everywhere, Uh, so I'm assuming that I do have the support that I've had in the past. And I'm a very fearless person. I'm not a fearful person. I mean, I have... I have dealt with the, 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 what do you call them, the holograms. I haven't even talked to Carolyn about that, but I've dealt with that. I've dealt with scary noises in my house, and I've been yeah. so tired that I turned over and went back to sleep, like a monster or something. I never even told Carolyn this, but I knew it was them. You know, I don't fear any monsters and all this kind of stuff. This is coming from them. I have dealt with being raped with a with a penis, with the feeling of a penis in my vagina. But I am sick and tired of going through what I'm going through. And I know there's other people going through worse. So losing for me is not an option. And they're not going to get away with what they're doing. And the people that I know I can get are the Louisville Metro Police Department because they were stupid enough to send me 22 email death threats uh, with sexual uh, degradation and racial degradation, and what makes these uh, death threats so unique is the things that were in them are only things they would know, such as you work for the Census Bureau, you were born in in 1951, you're getting kind of old, aren't you, and calling me cunts and bitches and niggers and slaves. And then they also talk about my house. They talk about uh, my grandson being taken to a mental hospital, which they took him, and they're saying, we're going to do you just like we did your grandson. You're going to get a shot in your arm just like we did your grandson. This is how how bold they are. But thank yeah, God Yeah, I'm that. starting to experience this shit, too. Thank yep. God they're that bold because I'm using every bit of it against them, and I am not playing. So, I've you know, and then that. the phone calls, you know, all that kind of stuff. I got them on videotape. I've got them, uh, pictures of them. I even called them uh, uh, letting one of those UAVs, the little small UAVs, launching one of those. They pulled up, and then the next thing you know, here's a UAV across from their car. You know, it's just been a continuous thing. And don't forget, I was stomped by them, and I had a chest contusion, a mildly enlarged heart, and a compressed vertebrae, among scars and all of that, too. So, uh, oh, you know, I'm, I have no fear at this point. I have no fear. 
and I have these UAVs and satellites and all that over my house on at a, on a constant. Yeah, day. me too. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, you have to let that fear go, you know, and just come out of that corner, put on those boxing gloves, come out and fight. When you have to take a rest, take a rest and come right back out. And that's what I do. Yeah, it's a constant battle, too. It is. Yeah, it sure is. It really is. Um, I don't know if, if it was you or somebody. It was just a little while back, I don't know how many weeks ago, but they were saying, she was saying something about, there was a website that you could go to and it was to find out who put you there to be targeted in that. Oh, really? I don't know if anybody yeah. knows what, no, what I'm that, talking that, that, about. That's too good to be true. If it, if it sounds too good to be true, it is. You know what, but but I... I, I didn't have... say that, Don, okay? That's not what I'm asking. I'm asking if anybody was on that call and um, if that, if they had taken down that web, wrote down the website because they even gave the website and everything. I don't know if it was Melinda or it was somebody. And I remember her her saying that there was a website that there was uh, some type of a list you could find your name on there if you're on there, and it would say who well, um, no fly, turned you no, in and everything. No fly list, I know that, but uh, no, not flying. No, this was for targeted individuals, and who well, put you on the know. list so that you would be targeted? I already know. And they just recently did a study uh, here regarding Louisville, Kentucky. And uh, we're supposed to be one of the uh, most corrupt uh, states in the United States. Oh, uh, yeah, just because you got Rand Paul. So, of course, they're going to down you guys, yep. And they, it's also so bad here now that the FBI, which some of them are involved in it too, and I really don't care if they're on the phone because I've been to them and received no assistance, they're supposed to be putting up uh, billboards all over Kentucky with an 866 number where you call and report corrupt officials on any level, judges, policemen, whatever. That's how bad our state is. The FBI, the U.S. Attorney wow. for the Eastern and Western District here in Kentucky are going to put up okay. billboards with this number on it. That's how bad it is. So I'm assuming okay. Washington has put pressure on them. Well, I think that isn't that a way because they don't want Ram Paul in the running for presidency? I, Say that again. I said, is that because they don't want Rand Paul in the running for presidency? I wouldn't have a clue because even though they're putting up these billboards, I'm not going through them. I'm going straight to Washington with my information because I've yeah. asked them for assistance before and received it. Hey, there was an ad out here in Oregon asking people if you knew about corruption in Kentucky to call this 800 number. Mm-hmm. It's just that bad here. Yeah, Mitch McConnell, he's a real, uh, you know what? And um, think about it. All are. Yeah. You know, I, I was, um, I applied for law school at Kentucky. I moved up there. I graduated with honors, and I got turned down because I came up there and started snooping around and making trouble with some people and looking into things they didn't like. And um, right. And I got turned down for law school. I left, got the hell out of there pretty quick. It's pretty bad. And you know, in my case, I hadn't done anything wrong. I just fought back. You know, when I was violated, I fought back, you know, and they don't like that. 
you know, I guess you're supposed to allow them to do you any kind they want, any kind of way they want to do yeah. it. But, but yeah. I'm not going to take it. Because that's what my neighbor did to me two days ago. And she has, she's not the same neighbor that was there that started because that neighbor just moved in mm-hmm. a little over. So she moved in in July of last summer, not this past summer. And this other girl, she's a smaller built and everything. She's not heavy set and she's not tall like the other one was. And she turned around and I looked, I'm like, I'm trying to figure out, are you someone new that moved in? And right away she started cussing me and everything. Her kid was, of course, making the noise and that. I'm sure they were pumping the kid. And uh, she was like a little toddler. And she was saying, screaming across the, the lawn that I was scaring her kid and she's calling me all these F words and everything else and how I'm doing all this and then she's provoking me how I need to come over there by her at her porch and she's going to beat me up and everything. Well, I just kind of stood there and just kind of laughed at her and then she got mad and started calling me all kinds of names and filthy names and everything because I was laughing at her and told me I needed to quit laughing at her and wipe the smile off my face and everything. So they're getting to be really, you know, and then she's trying to tell me that she's the same woman that she was pregnant and all that stuff, and that's what I seen her as pregnant, and now she's had her baby, and her husband is the one that shot his gun at me. This was just before 4th of July of this year, and, of course, it was all firecrackers and everything. So, you know, either that or he's just a lousy shot. Well, I've got a noise on my phone right now, and my other telephone, the battery, has gone dead. They've knocked that battery out. So I'm going to get off of here, but I encourage everyone to fight back because they're going to attack you whether you fight back or not, you know. So you have to fight back, if not for yourself, for your family, because they also attack my family, you know, so you have to fight back. So you all have a good evening. I'm going to hang up. I've got a loud buzzing at my end. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for the information, Connie. Okay. Good luck right. on that. Portion. God bless. Bye. All right. Bye bye. Oh, you guys want an synopsis of that show I just watched? Anybody? Yeah, was that a History Channel documentary? It was, history, it was History 2, which is where Ancient Aliens is usually seen. And, um, Ancient Aliens. Okay. Um, that's not... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they just have a meter. K2 meter on the show, and the person they interviewed didn't say too much. He kind of invalidated us a little bit, but he talked about mind control, and he had a tinfoil in his baseball cap, which is not completely unlike some of the people in our group. So, 
Okay, so he was when he was like a citizen. He wasn't like a um, he was a like citizen, a, uh, expert or something. He looked kind of like a kid. No, they had Nick Begich on there who said he he talked about the technology. They showed a 3D hologram showing how it forms psychotron resonance, and he said, if you read my book, he said, Every, I have thousands of source documents quoted in that book, and they are all verifiable. He said, this is not fiction, this is fact. And then they talked about the mind control in great depth, and then <clears throat> when they went on that property, or they tried to get near the property and fly a drone, yeah. one of their guys got violently ill, which they, you know, can do, you know, and so they had to leave, and blah, 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 and he went and got help, and then uh, they tried to fly a helicopter over, and they call it the Alaskan Triangle, like the Bermuda Triangle. I guess there's some strong electro... They have f- uh, five people missing out of every thousand every single year in Alaska. Of course, most they are covered with jungled-like forests, so, and it does get... The snow does get heavy at times in some places, but still, they claim it has to do with the mind control because quite a few people, oh. citizens, have reported, and they did little reenactments of it that have reported things like their husband she you know got up to take the trash out or something perfectly normally and went out and started throwing trash cans at an invisible person and then when she went out to uh confront him he was in a daze and other people that disappeared that were seen walking off in a daze and of course you know could be a drug problem in Alaska as well but I don't know anyway so there's quite a few reports of people missing and people being manipulated and they specifically talked about mind control and mentioned a group of people called TIs who believe they're being directly affected hurt by this. So can you hear me, Derek? Yeah, it sounds interesting. Um, it was very hmm. good. It was very uh, much pro uh, the government's doing this and they're doing this in secret and this could be dangerous and could be harming people and we need to stop it. So it was all good as far as I could gather. It was a very enlightening and it was a Saturday night, 9 p.m. on a very popular station. So let's hope a lot of people saw that. It was very convincing. And they, they had an expert there and they also had some technical facts to back it up. And they used meters and their meters went crazy right before their helicopter almost crashed. Which they had a camera of course, video of, of course, but Anyway, it was really pretty uh, enlightening and yay. Some stuff is hitting the mainstream. Hmm. Um, there was a um, a company a while back that was interviewing TIs called Firecracker Films. Um, and I'm wondering if, if maybe they had, if they had produced this because someone said that they, um, something about Autumn that they were coming out with something. Oh, um, yeah, you know what? Maybe they um, got this uh, on this show called The Alaskan Triangle or Lost in Alaska, and they <clears throat> they got the uh, producers convinced because they did a convincing job and a very simplistic, easy to understand, and a very excellent uh, witness, Nick Bigich, and whoever that T.I. was was a young, confused, scared-looking young man, so he did look like a frightened T.I. He did state that he was frightened. They said, why won't you go to this or that or the other? And he said, because I'm frightened. Really? And then he talked about how the the waves can cause anger and anxiety and agitation and how, like the guy throwing the trash cans at an invisible enemy in a daze. 
and uh, you know, it kind of all falls into place when you think about all the police black people every single day. You know, on TV, you're like, well, that's not normal human behavior to have that many police doing that much crazy stuff all at the same time. Like, it's been going on for forever. And, well, now it does kind of make sense, and it does show the public, if they were watching and paying attention, that people can be made angry, agitated, and paranoid in an instant. And they showed several other people, and they reenacted their situations where they were walking through the forest near Harp, and all of a sudden became so paranoid for no reason at all. They even admitted there was no one around, no one chasing them, and they ran until they were lost in the forest, and thank God they had their compass or they wouldn't have gotten back. Yeah. those kinds of incidences and others as well, where people were in a daze or they saw someone wander off in a daze, they tried to talk to them and they were just staring at them and they were never seen again or all kinds of interesting things. But anyway, it was done in a good way and it was our cause that was shown there briefly anyway. And the entire explanation of how it works and who's doing it is right there. Okay, well, that sounds that sounds really good, and hopefully, as more of these uh, documentaries, you know, get turned out, that um, more interest will be, um, will pique more people's interest in this topic. There has been a lot of uh, interest um, from documentary filmmakers lately. Uh, in our group, in our cause, and things like that. Of course, they interview people, and we don't see them again, so we don't really know what happens to these uh, documentaries. Well, they probably get squashed, but this one didn't, so yay. You know, that maybe this will pave the road for more. Well, yeah. Maybe, you know. maybe we should all write into uh History 2 channel and say, thank you so much for that enlightening blah, 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 and harp on... Saturday night, 9 p.m., and then whether you saw it or not, just send that in. <laughs> Say thank you for showing that show on HARP. We really appreci- I really appreciated it. it was, I always wondered about that and, or something. Um, Sounds like it was well done. Yeah. It's a good show. So um, more stuff about We want to hear more stuff about the TIs. You know, that would be good if we all send an email saying we want to hear more stuff yeah. about the TIs, please, and then that maybe would spur them on to realize that there's an audience for that and maybe they would actually do a show on TIs. Wouldn't that be awesome on mainstream TV? Yeah, it would if, you know, we'd have to, everyone would have to write something now. You know, it's not much of a reach, though. <clears throat> not everybody, because they wouldn't interview everybody. They would take a few stories. Not Robert Duncan lately because um, he was on an interview that I listened to a friend told me about and he did not sound right. They were hitting him with a weapon or something. He's just uh, under something. Has anyone talked with him lately one-on-one? Well, I haven't lately. Might be a good idea just to call and check on him and 
hear his voice and see, you know, if he's if he's okay. recovered from how he sounded on that interview. Um, I was going to find a chicken today. I told you I didn't. I'm glad I didn't say it was straight room. Um, yeah, maybe maybe I took it kind of early. Um, I believe. Okay. Joe, are you there? We have some background noise. We have about uh, 20 minutes left in the call before um, TalkShoe automatically closes uh, this podcast. So I just want to give um, those of you here an opportunity, those that have um, calls, in case they want to open a call after this. Yeah, I'll be glad to open my call or this one or whatever you want. What is okay, do you want to... Probably my call would be easier. It's 130288. Hello? Yeah, who's there? Uh, yes, uh, I'm calling from Oklahoma City. Uh, I would like to know, um, I'm being raped by, these, by this machine. I don't know what's doing it or what type of machine is doing it. Um, I don't know don't know anything about it, but I'm being raped by this thing every night, and I don't know what to do to stop it. Oh, that's a tough one. You have to pray. It's the only thing that works. Is there any type of shields that can be used or anything that I don't know about that I can do to prevent them from doing that? Um, you have okay. to pray. Um, it, it's like... I okay, think uh, we didn't hear what you said, whoever that was. Yes, I was calling about, I was being... Okay, uh, we, heard, we heard you, but I didn't hear oh, okay. somebody was trying to respond to you, but you didn't hear what, oh. what you said. Me? Or what, those, those, those weapons are usually placed near you, you know, the, uh, <laughs> where you're living. They call them sniper nests or whatever, and they they direct it to your pattern of activity they can follow, you know, if you, if they may have a weapon at your work near, if you park in one place, they could just be from getting the mail or something. And it could be they're hitting you once every week or two weeks. But uh, the ELF weaponry lasts a long time. It lasts around two weeks to a month, one hit, you know, for 10, 15 seconds from like 50 or 100 feet. It'll it'll burn and it burns at night. It always burns or it starts around eight or not. Usually about nine o'clock. It, you I may go burn. through that too, man. Um, I I, I every night. Yeah, I, I, I went for it and then it then it goes and it turns off for about fifteen minutes and burns for another hour and you, yeah. It was like three times a day for six months in a row, man. Yeah, um, well, you got a sniper nest, and they're they're ex mil you know, they're contracted. And uh, I think he was asking for solutions. And uh, yeah, well, the has... solution is to identify, oh make file a complaint at least online, or talk to somebody once you find out where the weaponry is. But I would but say that someone's taking you and doing like that. that. A bunch. Yeah. 
There's a okay. paper cutter. It's within 200 feet or something? Or? 200. Oh, can you hear me? Okay, yeah. Um, some have, have a solution for him. Uh, um, do you have oh, an thanks. RF meter? Uh, no, I do not. No, I don't. Well, I'll tell you because they're doing the same thing to me, but I I have used um, cardboard. I have I used cardboard tie myself under... to the bed, and I would wake up outside the ropes. You're just being taken, abducted, and people are physically raping you. Oh, you're being no, physically? I've been no, I've been raped by a machine. About this. Oh, about, okay, no, is no, it, no. Is it just like an invisible ray? Yes, oh, it's like a ray or something. Right. I mean, it's like oh. an invisible uh, sword. Yeah. Like you need, sorry, uh, you ray. need an, you need something to absorb the radio frequency. If you can get cotton sheets, or if you can get like cardboard, it helps. If you put the cardboard between like the first layer, you put like cardboard underneath you. It will help. You need some absorbers because they've created a force field around you. It's called haptic technology. If you research hollow, if you research hollow decking, what they've done is they've created a force field around you, and they're use, they're they're locating all the tubular portions of you, like your veins, you know. So what you can do is try to find something that could absorb RS energy. But I've used cardboard. I've used polyurethane. Can you hear me? Oh. Yes, I can. Yes. Yeah, use yes. cardboard. If you can get a meter, you have to understand that. This is what I did. I contacted the Bureau of Radiation Control. Okay, so a certain amount, understand that radio frequency is registered with the FCC. They they cannot use a certain amount of radio frequency. Anything above 5 gigahertz is dangerous. So if you have an RF meter, try to find one. Even if you get it on Amazon, get a pretty good one. Um, there's one called EMF Solutions. When you turn it on, it will beep. If you can record that, call the FCC, the Bureau of Radiation Control. Even if even if your electric company can come out, see if they can test because those when they when they create that force field, that's pretty dangerous. They're literally centering that frequency around your body, and they're doing more damage than you think they are. But if you can find RF absorbers, anything that could absorb the RF frequency. So that's conductive material. It could be cotton, like 100% cotton. It could be cardboard. I use polyurethane, or, or women know it as pleather. Um, and you, trust me, it works, but try to research RF absorbers. And then, again, get an RF meter, anything above. Um, I would say see if you can get a meter with a reading of, three to at least 30 gigahertz, but you need to alert. Yeah, because what you need to do is you need to, that's dangerous. That's against the law. They can't use frequency in, in those numbers. Um, and, and, that, and to be honest with you, anything above 10 gigahertz is considered satellite, like satellite frequencies. And when it's directed towards you, it can cause interference. So if you called, FCC or Bureau, you can tell them, hey, you're dealing with interference and you have a meter reading of ambient levels. It's pretty dangerous. So when they're doing that, that's, that's no joke. But I also, okay. use, I also use like a regular massager. You know the massagers from Walgreens? Uh-huh. And I put it towards the bed. It makes the bed vibrate. And, and when the bed vibrates, it knocks off the frequency. I also use some, if you can find a steamer, 
something stronger than a humidifier, but steam will also break up the frequency. But that vibrator, which is like the massager, I press it towards the bed. It's like a massager you get at Walgreens. Um, it, it massages your back like it's a – but if you press it towards the bed, it knocks it off because what they're doing is pretty dangerous. Trust me, that's not something to play with. They, what they're doing is I – mean, it feels like a hand. It's, I mean, they can actually grab my toes. They can grab my my private parts with it. I mean, it feels like a hand. It feels like an actual hand like they're grabbing me. That means you have sensors in your body. You have to cover, use the cardboard, use the cotton, 100% cotton. If you use cotton, cardboard, they they did the same thing to me. It's like somebody was physically in my room raping me. But I use cardboard. I use so much. I just can't remember right now. But use, I'm just saying, at your disposal. There's this, I'm not sure if it's the link stat, but it's something similar. It's a polyurethane. It it literally uh-huh. covers. There's this material that I just found. I don't know the name of it, but I found it at a drapery store. It's drapery material. I'm going to look for the name. If you want to email me, my email is ebonysweet1 at hotmail.com, like E-B-O-N-Y-S-W-E-E-T-1 at hotmail.com. I'm looking for the name of this material because it has shielded me from the attacks on my head and the raping. It literally blocks. They can't penetrate me with this particular material, and I don't know what it is, but I'm looking for the name. I just know I found it at the Drapery Fabric Store, and it's fabric that could be used to reupholster chairs. Okay. Okay. I just but know I'm pretty that... sure it absorbs. It's absorbing it's absorbing the radio frequency. They're not, a, in other words, there's a block. But again, I will say this in the future, if you ever want a successful investigation, the best way to have a successful investigation, a spectrum testing um, would be to shield. When you shield 20, 20 times harder, they, they try to attack you more. So guess what? That's if they're attacking you more. That's when you should have your investigation done at night, because guess it's what? Called, it's, called, it's called spectrum. What spectrum? If you if you get a spectrum, look look up your um in your city. Put spectrum reading, spectrum testing, RF test, um home test. If you put, but if it's it's most likely called spectrum test, spectrum reading. You can also put EMF reading. Okay. EMF, you'll probably find more with, with EMF reading, but they use a spectrum analyzer. And when, when we shield, everyone will say this. They, when we shield, they attack us more. Well, that's the perfect time to have uh, cameras out, everything, your spectrum analyzers, because they won't stop attacking you, and that's the perfect time. I had some of my investigators come unannounced, and that's when right. they were able to find some of this. Everyone right. from the FCC to the uh, the Federal Aviation Association. We in Florida no longer have drones. I dealt with drones for six years. I can tell you since July 1st, we no longer have drones because um, as of July the 1st, drones were prohibited. And I have not seen a drone since July the 1st. Mm-hmm. So eventually you have to um, – 
intelligently share this information. You won't say that you're being raped, but you will say that you're dealing with interference. You're picking right. up strong levels of radio frequency, which is against the law. The R, I mean, the FCC protects us from any jamming, you know? So that's like trying to use, you know, jamming equipment to stop your phone from being utilized. And that's a form of theft. So what they're doing is absolutely wrong. But fight it with, okay. like I said, absorbers. See okay. if you can see if you can find a person because it's the most embarrassing thing for a man to be. I mean, it's for men and women, but I'm just saying, um, they, it's just terrible what they're doing. A lot of women are being harmed the same way. I mean, it's just so sick. But see if you can find some absorbers. Okay. Thank you. Thank no you problem. very much. Mr. Email. Yeah, actually, she's right. I mean, you should definitely wear like cotton underwear. Or try and wear as much cotton as possible. That helps. Okay. Some Thank people use the... magnets in that area, and the magnets break up the field. Magnets. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very they strong. They do, magnets. but I wouldn't keep them by you at all times because they they can break up the field, but then it seems like they can use them against you kind of too. Oh, okay. Okay, thank you. You guys have been very helpful. I didn't know what to do. Yeah, I actually I wear cotton like boxers, and I wear shorts when I go to sleep because I get the same thing. So I cotton yeah, cotton. Has- yeah, cotton has been my saving grace. I found out that um, it's funny because a cotton tree started to grow on the side of my house, and I was like, "What? What is this?" Like, and all of a sudden, I noticed just less targeting. It was so strange. And so I just stopped using anything polyester. I literally slept on yeah. it. In fact, you'll sleep faster. Cotton sheets, cotton, all things cotton. Um, yeah. And then, or natural, or I would say natural man-made, I mean, excuse me, not man-made, natural material. Like you have, I use jute purses. Like jute is considered um, a burlap material. I found a burlap purse, you know, I was going on a cruise, and it shielded my arm. I know I don't know if anyone gets the tugging and pulling of the sensors in your arms, but I was shielded every time I wore this burlap purse, and I noticed all of the natural fabrics like jute, wool, uh, cotton, did some sort of shielding, had, you know, I, I'm, sh- I'm pretty sure it was some absorption, but it's just amazing that that cotton sheet – will literally allow you to sleep better, too. Okay. Yeah. And even Pardon. even your clothing, your clothing, what you wear, get rid of fleece, microfiber, polyester, try and wear as much cotton as possible. Okay. And you got to think about it. Even the metals that you wear, your, your, your um, you know, your belt, you have a metal buckle. That, they usually heat that up on me because they're easy targets right there. You right. gotta try and minimize all the metal and, and stick with cotton. Yeah, that's the best thing. Okay. It helps. It's not gonna cure everything, but it helps. It helps a lot. Yeah. Right, I'm, I'm, I'm even if you put up the. Go ahead. I'm probably going through this every night. I, I mean, you know, I, I can't sleep. I'm up walking around, keeping them from raping me. You know, uh, I try to stay moving. I, I bet I don't get two hours of sleep a night because they. They constantly are inside of me, you know, trying to get inside of me. And and like I said, it feels like an actual hand. I mean, it feels like 
It's hard to it's hard to explain. It, it's the most weirdest feeling in the world. You're you're laced with sensors. If you can eat a lot of cilantro, put cilantro in your mango smoothie. Put cilantro in your meat. Put cilantro in your eat cilantro like you're crazy. Cilantro will naturally um, chelate the metal metals out of you. I'm currently, um, you know, seeking like you know chelation therapy, which is the, you know, they I guess they they use it intravenously, like they remove it from your bloodstream, but Distilled water and um, cilantro will remove some of these um, sensors from your body, and that's how they're able to locate your um, your body. I mean, that's how they're able to locate certain areas. They wouldn't okay. be able to locate you if you didn't have the sensors. But start eating cilantro and drinking distilled water. It really helps. And start. Be careful with processed foods because this is the thing. TIs are working on shielding, but why are we shielding when we're still eating processed foods? You're reintroduce, reintroducing the nanosensors. One day we should have a call about food because most of this is laced in our food. And so if you're if you want protection, it's like putting metal on your body, but you have metal in your body. So you're creating this, you know. Filled of electricity all over again. So, be so careful I, what you eat. So I have sensors inside my body. Oh yeah, we all do. We all do. Mm-hmm. They were introduced uh, by drone sensors. There are satellite payloads, another name for sensors, that they disperse. But it's also in our food. It's also in our. It's it's all over. And if you look up certain products that have nano, they will tell you. That's why it's important. No one realizes that this dark act is one of the most dangerous bills that they pass. They're pretty much saying they don't have to tell us what they put in our food. And so that's why I went natural. I don't wear lotion. I use grapeseed oil. I don't eat processed foods anymore. I, you know, I'm just very careful because I noticed that when I do so, I don't reintroduce the nanos. And the truth is, guess what? It's a weekly process. Some people will tell you, yeah, they use oregano oil, they use Indian herb, but they will say this is something that you have to do ongoing. They use mule team borax, but it's something they have to do weekly because they're constantly reintroducing these payloads in your body. They want to create an artificial neural network. Well, they want to, they have. So you are being controlled by computer. They have access to your muscles, your ligaments, your neurosis, your, your nervous system pretty much. And the way to break that apart is by eating healthier, wearing conductive material, drinking distilled water, but also literally fighting this from a legal aspect as well. Because if you're not, it's going to keep happening. Right. Okay. I will do that. Uh, you guys have been very helpful. I, I really do appreciate it. You got to, just like she said, you got to eat natural. I mean, sugar, regular sugar that you put in your coffee, that acts like a ceramic. It attracts frequency. Your bones kind of act like a ceramic. They attract frequency, so you want to minimize that. Check your deodorant. That, uh, you know, a lot of deodorants have aluminum in them. Your pancake mix. Uh, baking powder has aluminum in it. You want to try and eliminate that. Women with makeup, 
No, I would watch it the makeup because it has a certain material in there that attracts frequencies. You gotta yes, titanium dioxide. You're so smart to mention that. I noticed that one T. I I won't mention her name because they said her name a lot, but she kept saying, "Oh, I use Clinique. I use Clinique. I use Clinique," and she just and I. I you you got to know if you're talking with a lot of TIs, the 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 perps will speak through to through them to you, and they were trying to get me to wear Clinique, and I kept saying, you know, when, when, when they advocate something, you know it's wrong. So she kept saying Clinique, Clinique, and I found out that, like you said, certain makeup, skincare products had titanium dioxide, which is something they use so that, yeah. you know, that they could target us. It, it's, in, it's even in, in, in the products for cake decorating, which I'm, you know, I, I decorate cake. I noticed any and everything that I touched had titanium dioxide. And so they purposely target women with this, that you're thinking glitter, but this glitter is not, you know, it's not real glitter. It's actually you're introducing metals in your body. And we could care less. It's like, oh, it's just pretty. It's so pretty. And and uh, not knowing this is what they're trying to do. Yeah, exactly. It seeps into your skin and then the, the buildup of it, like, they used to do this. I used to use regular deodorant, but it was like it, a lot of deodorant contains alcohol. So they were hitting me with the frequency, and it was just irritating the heck out of my pit. So one of my friends told me to switch to Dove, and I'm like, all right, you know, it's a woman's thing. But I tried that, but then I read the um, the label, the ingredients. It says it contains aluminum in there, and they were still light me. You know, they were still able to light me up. So I switched to basically like a natural deodorant, and that's been helping I mean, you, you uh, definitely don't want aluminum in the body, you know, that this frequency is attracted to that, so. Right, okay. Can I, say, can I say something, maybe? I mean, just as a, maybe try to put a sense of hope into it a little. Um, they're losing their signal, I think, you know, when it's coming up. Because, like, if... Uh, if it was buried, like if you've been a targeted individual for a really long, long time, they're losing their signal, you know, possibly when it's coming up like that and attacking you. Instead of them actually getting a stronger one, they might be losing it. And maybe that's why it's such a, you know, a terror right at that moment. Because it's their last chance. But it's just thought. Thanks again. Um, but I don't know. It's all interesting, you know, trying to come up with how this stuff works exactly. You know, the the way they put their equipment together to create their demons, and it's so strange because I'm talking on this phone. It doesn't even have a speaker. It's picking up my voice through the keyboard pad on a cheap phone. And the only thing I can think of is I'm able to talk to you guys by a, a battery that's probably got some kind of, it, it's, a, it's charged electrically, so it's got to be some kind of a combination between lithium, electricity, and magnets. And then somehow some kind of a wavelength that I guess Verizon bought, and I'm able to talk to you guys. So it's like all electro. Look at that right there, that system. I mean, 
you know, um, electromagnetic lithium. <laughs> but to try to find the combination of what they're using is a tough one. It'd be nice to be able to figure it out so it could be proved in court and be able to get these guys out of this country. Hitler, Hitler, you know, taking his one last stand on the world level. It looks like he, it would appear that he won the war after all if this isn't stopped, you know. I hope I hope that it can be stopped. Hey, Rebecca, there's something I heard the other day that was kind of interesting. They said, um, you know how people always say you take your phone out, your battery out of your phone, and then they yeah. can't track you. But they were saying the other day that they've been um, killing a lot of these ISIS and Al-Qaeda leaders and stuff who, because they said even though they're taking their batteries out of their cell phones, the cell phones now have a, a self-sustained power source in them. Yeah, even they without, do, because they even without, out with the compass reading on it without the battery. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, so it tells you how amazing is that little phone. It's, why was mm-hmm. it getting compass reading with no battery? I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. Um, I don't understand technology that well, but obviously whoever is being able to create this demon machine has got it down really well. And the... The thing I experienced today was I had some stalking I did, and I had some people say something to me. I've got the deep blue delta soft music entrainment thing going on. You have what going on? Jonathan, Jonathan, why would you move from Portland to San Francisco, the most targeted city in the U.S.? Hmm? Well, anyway, it's hard to explain, but it's... Hello, Donaldson. Donaldson, I have a question. Why would you move from Portland to San Francisco, the most targeted city in the United States, if you're a target individual? Why would you do that? Hmm? Can't answer that? Who are you talking to? I don't know. She's talking to Donaldson, I guess, whoever. Donaldson. Why would you move from Portland to San Francisco? Huh? Can you answer that? I haven't heard Donaldson on here in a while. What is your name? Don. Yes, Don. Why would you move from Portland to San Francisco if you're a targeted individual? I I live in Portland. I haven't moved anywhere. You said you live in San Francisco now. I never said that. You said you moved to San Francisco? Maybe Donaldson did, but uh, I'm not Donaldson. Oh, it's you. No, you, Don. Said you moved to San Francisco from Portland. I have never been to San Francisco. I've never even been to California. No, you said you moved to San Francisco. Why didn't you listen to Jeremiah? Oh, yeah. <laughs> hmm? Why does your voicemail have a different name on it? Can you answer that question? You sound really confused. What's your name? Don, why did you just come on a conference call recently? You know all this information. Yeah, you just came on a conference call recently. 
Hmm? It's a different what? man, woman. Can you hear yeah. me? <laughs> yeah, oh, Nancy. Nancy, straighten your ass. Thank you. Huh? What's, your, what's your name? Can you answer that, Don? What's, what's your name? I don't hear you say my name. Why don't you just come on top? It's called Rachel. Well, you're way off base. You're way off base. And your name is not even your real name. And you should move to San Francisco. And you're welcome. But you just came on here all the time. Hmm? Can you answer that? <laughs> Can you make a question? You are yeah. obviously a perp. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> she's not even uh, taking in the information. Yeah. yeah I'm, she, I, mean, she, you know, I mean, I know who Donaldson is. I'm not Donaldson. Okay, well, here's the answer. Hey, Derek, you're on here. You can straighten this out, right? Why did you move from Portland to San Francisco? Why did you just come on a conference call? Recently, you know, you seem to have so much information. You just all of a sudden appear on a conference call. Can you answer that? Don, can you answer that? You sound so funny. Can lady, you answer hey, that? Lady, you don't even have my name huh? right. Hey, oh, lady. can you answer that? No, I guess I'm not. What did your superior tell you to say, Don? Answer my question. You're so funny. Lady, I don't even know who I am, lady. Don, if you will, answer the fucking question. Well, put it this way. There's nothing that answer you can do with the And Don, if you will, answer the questions. Hey, Derek, will you get on and straighten this lady out? Don, you can come on my call, 1302. Okay. Yeah, as long as she's not coming on. <laughs> Nancy, are you going over there? Yeah, I'll go over there. Okay. Maybe maybe Rebecca will, too. <laughs> and then we can kind of... That's so silly. Everybody's going with Karen's call. Got yeah, I can hear my herps. You know, they're finally taking their earphones out after they got a shot of their microwave energy in their brain for four hours. Don, have a good evening. Okay, Melinda, I'm going we'll to talk bed. to you again. Good night. You know I'm not Donaldson, right? <laughs> I, I don't even know who Donaldson is. Well, he's the guy that comes on. He's kind of a homeless guy, and I think he does live in San Francisco, and he did live up, live up in Oregon. So he's half right, but... It's not me, so I don't know why she's... Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't hear everything. I put the phone down and cooked dinner, and so I don't hear everything. missed it. Okay, good. But anyway, have a good evening. Oh, by the way, um, uh, uh, are you the one... Oh, uh, you gave some information about my stalling car the other day. But he's there, okay? Okay, good night. Sterling party.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.